bleary seaside town of Briancliffe was always quiet. Until one day, mysterious portals to the astral plane start to open up around town, letting nightmare monsters in. Now, an intrepid group of adventurers needs to traverse the astral plane in their dreams and close the portals before anything too dangerous gets through. This is Dungeons and Dream Quests. Okay, so hello you wonderful nerds and welcome to our first campaign session of Dungeons and Dream Quests. I'm Jackie, I'm the DM of this game, and I'm excited to welcome you all to this little world and this little story and this fun little crew of characters. So, um, could you all introduce yourselves? Let us know your name, your pronoun, and who the heck you'll be playing. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> Hang on. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna go <laughs> clockwise. So, Eliza, you go first. Okay, well, I'm Eliza. I uh, <laughs> have forgotten everything because I'm put on the spot. <laughs> but I will be playing Elendir, the Twilight Cleric. <laughs> Okay, next up is Megan. Hi, I am Megan, and um, she, her, I am going to be playing Maladove, who is a half-elf ranger, who happens to be the swarm keeper of a tiny horde of crabs. <laughs> that is adorable. Um, howdy, y'all. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm uh, Stevie. Uh, uh, she, her, or they, them. Um, I'll be playing Riza, or Rizzy, to her friends. Uh, a half elf, artificer, uh, artillerist. Um, you know, she she's she's kind of a, she's kind of a bookworm. You know the type. Utterly adorable. Yes, yes, I know the type. <laughs> Okay. And I will be playing literally everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the un uninitiated, this is a 5th edition D&D &D game set in a homebrew setting. It has kind of some cosmic horror, spoopy, kind of Call of Cthulhu-esque elements, but also in like a surrealist kind of way. Just if you're wondering the kind of vibes that you're signing up for. <laughs> and we had our session zero, we had our test one shot, which you can view on our YouTube or listen to in podcast form. And yeah, I think that's about it. So are we ready to roll some dice? Sure. Always. <laughs> okay. Very well. Then let us begin. Okay. Can you all hear the music? Perfect. You are in a dark, shimmering, silvery-violet sea. Plumes of bright, vibrant colors shoot past you. You see a ship made of glowing ivy appear over some sort of non-existent horizon, and then it vanishes as it grows closer. A bright blue opalescent hand reaches out towards you, covered in gold jewelry. 
The smell of a delicious banquet surrounds you as the hand passes you bundles and bundles of fruit. You look down at the fruit, and it's been replaced by piles of maggots. The opal hand is now made of harsh arrows, which shoot out of its fingers as it melts, leaving these trails of this colorful energy behind as they shoot past your head, just slightly missing you as your heart starts to race. Your vision grows darker and darker as you dodge these plumes of strange energy. Your vision gets dark, goes completely black, and then you see just one greenish-yellow, large, just massive reptilian eye. And it stares at you, glares at you, looks through you, and it looks angry. And you hear in your head this growling, echoous, monstrous voice. I will consume you. You cannot escape me. I am everything. The eye blinks and turns bright red. Your vision fades to pure black as those words echo in your mind. You wake up in a cold sweat, filled with absolute panic, finding yourself in the cozy stone room of the Rested Eyes Tavern. You hear the cawing of seabirds and the uh, soft, um, um, the salty air of this uh, seaside town fills your lungs. It, uh, you hear the crashing of waves off in the distance and a little bit of sunlight peeks through the windows. Seems like another quiet, overcast day here in Brinecliffe. As you start to take in your surroundings, the smell of breakfast, a uh, bunch of smoked fish and hot chicory tea seems to waft up through the floorboards. What do you do? Mm. Take a nice deep breath and towards that breakfast. Okay. I'm uh, I'm gonna offer up a prayer and automatically dismiss this dream because it can't be everything. It's not the moon goddess. So <laughs> just it was terrifying, but it's not everything. Okay. Rizzy, is there anything in particular that you would like to do? Oh, I think you're muted. I think you're muted. What, what? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, uh I think Rizzy's probably, um, uh, probably had a big meal, uh, late at night, and, um, <clears throat> she is going to, um, probably, like, probably instinctually reach for her, uh, jewel necklace, uh, to make sure okay. it's safe. Um, uh, where is the jewel necklace in this room? It's a very simple tavern room. Stone mm -hmm. walls, little windows, little side table and dresser. Well, she probably uh, went to sleep with it on, okay. and then now it's on the dresser. And this probably isn't the first time this has happened to her. <laughs> Very well. So. You check the dresser, it's there. Okay. And it looks the same, nothing, no, no new. Nothing off about it. <laughs> uh, well, she's going to do her best, uh, probably put on, uh, you know, uh, a funny hat that's like a size too big for her 
and do her best to pretend to eat breakfast. Okay, very well then. She is going to breakfast it up, or at least try or pretend to <laughs> enjoy a lovely morning meal. Yep. With with no uh, no proficiency in deception or performance or anything. So <laughs> very well, very well. So all of you are going to head downstairs. Um, let me move you to the tavern. Okay. So you see, um, in this tavern, uh, Larry, the, uh, innkeeper, he is busy polishing glasses as a innkeeper does. And you see a very tired looking teenage tiefling leaning against a, uh, leaning against a counter. And she's, uh, kind of telekinetically stirring a, uh, a pot of some sort of porridge or oats. And she looks very, very half asleep. There are two other patrons in here who are quietly eating their breakfast. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go and get some of that chicory tea because I need to wake up from whatever that was. So. Okay, very well. Uh, can you control your characters on this page? Uh, yes. Awesome, awesome. So Larry, the Sorta. tavern owner, he uh, leans forward and says, Ah, rough morning, is it? Rough something. <laughs> Trish says, uh, the tiefling says, uh, Tell me about it. Yeah. You woke me up for the morning shift. I thought I wasn't supposed to work today. And Larry says, well, uh, turns out I needed you. I need someone to go on the bread run. And she says, I was having the weirdest dream and woke me up from it. So I guess it's not, it's not that bad that I'm in, I guess. Larry is a, uh, human man, middle-aged, balding, little chubby, hairy arms. Looks like he could possibly part, be part dwarf. Um... <laughs> And you know that this uh, tiefling is Trish Althea Raven, and she is a purple tiefling with these almost tentacle-like horns and tail. And she has um, black hair that she wears like swept over half her face. And her eyes are pure solid white. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of approach towards as well and sort of look towards Trish, um, her, had a strange dream? Hmm. Yeah, there was like some eye thing and the food was all going bad and a hand and arrows. I don't know, it was freaky. It, it sounds so dumb when I say it like this out loud, but I don't know, I thought it was kind of weird. Those dreams are always a little odd, and I want to kind of just scan the room to see if maybe anyone else can hear us talking about the specifics, and if... Uh, Nobody yeah. else seems to um, have anything to say, at least not Larry or the two other patrons of the tavern. Okay. Paused for a beat drinking my tea, but that's the only indication I give that, of anything. It's one of those, huh, that's weird, kind of deja vu kind of thing. 
Rizzy is probably very clumsily taking out a newspaper and cutting out aisles. <laughs> you know, very, very obviously. <laughs> yeah, might have almost done a spit take, you know, just couldn't keep her cool. Um, might be a little conspicuous right now, but she's doing her best. And probably taking out a notebook and writing down, trying to write down exactly what she remembers from her dream. Okay, very well. Now, um, if each of you can make either a history check or a survival check, just to see how like well oriented you are in the morning and how with mm -hmm. it, you know, do you know what day it is and everything? Sure. Let's see. Twenty or well, guidancing myself twenty one. Okay. I'm just Dirty I'm yelling. Yeah. yeah, I'm yelling guidance. Then. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. like a nine on survival, so. <laughs> okay, so Rizzy, you you know exactly what day of the week it is. You know that it's this world's equivalent of a Wednesday. I named the days of the week. Don't know where I wrote that down, um, but it's <laughs> it's a Wednesday. Um, the other two of you, uh, you just are like stumbling down, just like, I hate mornings. That was weird. I'm tired. What is this? <laughs> I I really needed that tea. Just. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Trish pours it into the uh, nice big mug, and she kind of shakily floats it over to you. Um, a few drops spill as she kind of tries to <laughs> gently place it on the counter, but it kind of clatters a little bit. It's fine. It's it's a two-hand kind of morning with coffee and with tea. Just. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and ask if I can grab a cup of that, but uh, I need some bread as well, Trish. If you have a roll around here or something, I need to. Uh, sure. I mean, I just went on the bread run, so yeah, we have bread. And she kind of floats over a roll and puts it in front of you, and it looks adequate, <laughs> to say the least. It is bread. It is not very good bread. It is very. Thick and grainy, but not necessarily in a good way. Okay. <laughs> um, thank you kindly. And I'm going to take that bread um, and actually turn and go over to a table with my little swarm and break it up on the table. My sleepy crabs are going to help me pick at it a little bit, maybe find the good parts. <laughs> I'm okay. just imagining a bunch of crabs in a sardine can. <laughs> slowly <laughs> They're so the, as sleepy as I am. <laughs> the crabs descend and smelling food on their uh, on their leader, they uh, all come out from their little hidey holes and swarm and start kind of pinching at the little bread roll as you sip your tea. Mm. <laughs> My babies. <laughs> yeah. One of them gives a little yawn and definitely they're they're tired crappies. Aww, little babies. <laughs> um, so we're gonna sit at this table, kind of just above. So we're gonna sit on the side. We're kind of so we can kind of view everybody from where we're sitting. Yeah. Well, let me paste in another crab icon for you. Thank you. Oh. Now that my babies are awake. <laughs> yeah. The baby. There we go. Come to me, my crab. children. Let me make they the are crab on the table a little smaller. Bread. Let me make that a little smaller <laughs> because that is a big crab. 
Holy it's crap. It's a big crab for sure. Yeah. Holy crab. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the tea is strong. Um, it's not particularly caffeinated, but it is strong tasting at least. And um, Trish keeps kind of stirring the pot of porridge. Larry keeps polishing glasses. When he runs out of glasses to polish, he starts polishing them again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm going to start up a conversation with them talking about the, the stone fruit factory with the Gygax family and yeah. try to get some information on, on what that situation is. Sure, yeah. So uh, what exactly do you want to know? Uh, well, I'm in town to try to get a job there, so I'm trying to get some insight into the, the inner workings to put my best foot forward. Yeah, he says, well, uh, used to really be one of the few places to work unless you had any sort of specific trade, but uh, ever since the incident, they've been uh, not really needing too many workers. The incident? Oh, you didn't hear? the uh, At the teddy bear factory uh, where they uh, spin it into different types of goods and cloth and stuff. Bears came to life. Allegedly. And uh, started attacking people. Throwing people into the machinery. It was gruesome. Apparently somebody died. They're trying the to teddy keep bears that came to life. <laughs> they're trying to keep this all very hush-hush but uh, saying that it was just an equipment malfunction but everybody knows that's not true. Well, that's not alarming. Um, <laughs> just, okay. So I'm hearing they have openings. Well, if you're uh, willing to, I don't know, uh, tolerate murderous teddy bears, I suppose they might take you. But uh, <laughs> From what I heard, the uh, town guard has the factory shut down until further notice. A lot of people are kind of out of work right now, and, you know, it's showing in my business. A lot mm -hmm. of others, too, and due to the whole tree ant problem, the crops were not doing so good to begin with. Tree ant problem? Ah, yeah, um, tree ants. And then Trish says, ugh, fucking tree ants. He says, language, young lady. And she says, fine. Yeah, you know those, uh, little ant-looking bugs that have the little broccoli trees growing out of their backs. All they do yeah, is yeah, yeah. eat the stone seed and the fabric made from the stone seed. And Trish says, Ugh. I'm always shooing them away from our linens. Hate it. Makes sense. So there's an infestation. Isn't yeah, nobody seems to really know, you know, where they came from, but they've been here for a few months now, and they just seem to be getting worse and worse. Hmm. Could Rizzy maybe roll on some sort of uh, check to see if she knows much about tree ants and uh, their migration yeah. patterns? Yeah, that would be nature. Solidly a nature check. Let's see here not her specialty but she dabbles 10 okay total of 10 you've heard of them but you don't know any real specifics you know there's some sort of weird bug hmm. i think that you may have heard rumors about them being edible but 
not enough to personally try it. <laughs> well, and, and of course, Rizzy has very, very, she's a very picky eater. Right, perhaps. right. <laughs> so that is true. But yeah, you don't know anything about their particular migration patterns or uh, where they, what kind of places they live or anything with the 10. Hmm. Yeah. R Rizzy probably uh, speaks up for a second thinking that the words are going to come to her and they don't and probably just goes over to Trish and, uh, you know, mimes getting a refill as she pulls out a little flask. Okay. Some sort of dark fluid and pours it in. Okay. And yeah, Trish will comply. She uh, kind of pours in the uh, little bit of the the tea. <laughs> and uh, Rizzy she spills will slip quite her. a bit. Yeah, R Rizzy will slip her like a, a copper or two, probably. She looks at you and she smiles slightly, but she's still very, very tired and kind of bored. And as she's pouring the tea, uh, you hear screaming coming from upstairs, and she spills it all over the counter. Larry sighs and grabs a big old rag and heads over to pick it up. Trish grabs a ring of keys and starts making her way over to the stairwell. What it, would the rest of you like to do? Um, Rizzy's probably going to blurt out, like, is there something wrong? You hear, by the goddess, what is that? Get out of my room! And you hear some thudding sounds. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wander over just to see what's going on, see if I can help. Okay, yeah. so are you going to head up the stairs? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll head okay. up the stairs. Very well, back upstairs you go. Yeah, Rizzy is also probably following, probably glancing over at Larry and Trish and not getting like the, re you know, the usual reaction of like, oh, that's just Mildred. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Larry looks. Oh, sorry. Following. Um, I'm just going to be following behind them as I see them make their way up the stairs. I'm going to follow kind of at a distance behind them. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, Trish looks very concerned. This doesn't seem to be just the typical you know, there's tree ants or whatever, or, you know, the typical thing. So, your marching order, I believe, is uh, Rizzy, then Illendir, and then um, Dove in the back. It's, it's either that or I'm in the front, something like that. Okay, which one of you wants to go first? Like, go in front, rather. Hmm. I mean, Rizzy is, is not necessarily the bust in the door. Per she, she probably... Well, I uh, absolutely am, so if you feel like okay. you would hesitate, I would take that position. We, yeah. we probably both got to the doorway at the same time, or the, the stairwell at the same time, and Rizzy was just like, after you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'll shift to the side here so you can... Okay, so I'm going to need you all to roll initiative as you hear screaming coming from several of these rooms. 
Ooh, very nice. Uh, and remember, if you if you crit on initiative, you do get five extra feet of movement. Okay. Okay, so it's that twelve, and then off my sheet, I get. I think it's two, but let me check. Yes. I see a twenty. So fourteen. Okay. So that is for these. Um. Okay, so let me pull up the. So that is an 18. So one of the creatures will go first. And then Trish has. So that's a dirty 20. Trish will have a uh, 15. Another set of the creatures will have a. 13. Um, Rizzy, you have a 22. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Illendir has a 12. Oh, uh, she clanky. With the plus 2. Oh, okay. 14. Got it. And... Been a rough morning, like. Yeah. And um, what is Dove's um, Dex bonus? Two. Two. Okay. So that brings you up to also a dirty twenty. Okay, so first up is Rizzy. You hear agitated screaming coming from several of these hotel rooms. Mm. What you do? Uh, where's the closest screaming like coming from? Like here? Uh, or what here? is your passive perception? Uh, it is twelve. Okay, uh, you think it might be coming from uh, this room over here? Okay. Let's see. Uh, yeah. My remember, stand- you, remember, you do have five feet of extra movement. Yeah, I or might ten stand- feet rather. Oh, ten feet. Okay. Yeah, um, I, think I, might I, stand- I think it's supposed to be ten. Yeah, I'll stand to the side of the door just to be careful. Uh, and try to open, like lean over and open it. And <laughs> okay, the door <laughs> is locked. What would you like to do? Okay, I think I'm gonna move glancing over at Illendir of uh, game recognized game probably <laughs> probably an adventure of some sort going to move to this side of the door um going to start uh picking the lock and sort of nod and gesture to Illendir okay um, so make a uh, thieves tools check okay 
Let's see here. Ten. Okay, you you try to open the lock, but damn, it is early. Um, and your hands are a little shaky, so you are not quite able to pick the lock. Yeah, probably Rizzy's necklace uh, falls off, like, you know, she forgot to tie it right in the back and it falls down. And she has to pick it up. And Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> swinging a little bit and you don't want to lose it. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. I get it. I get it. Been there. Done that. Okay, very well. Then coming from um, inside the room, you hear a thudding and it gets a little bit louder. Dove, it is your turn. Mm. So, um, Dove is going to move up into the hallway here. Um, sorry. Um, and then, are these doors... It's, it's this door here where we're hearing the screaming from, is that... Uh, you hear it, with your passive perception, you can tell it's coming from here, and then some of the rooms further down the hall. Um, and they're wooden doors? They're... These, these doors are made of wood. They seem okay. pretty, pretty simple, pretty standard. Okay, so, let's see. Um, oh, I am actually gonna just move a little bit further across the hall here, and look back to, um, Trish... And just kind of general concern. I love this definitely out of her comfort zone here, and she is going to kind of just hang tight and see how this goes. She's not, uh, not particularly strong or skilled in opening doors, so she's going to panic a little bit here and back. Okay, so would you like to prepare any sort of action, or do you want to just take the dodge action this round? Mm, I'll dodge this round, yeah. Very well, you can certainly do that. Now it is Trisha's turn. She is going to go over here and she is going to use her action to unlock the door and then use her bonus action to float the keys over this way to try making her way over to unlock the next door. So she unlocks the door and immediately you see a gnomish, oh, have to press to reveal oh. Sometimes hate the press to reveal, oh, doesn't want to work. <laughs> like presto blacks out more <laughs> yeah okay you see a gnomish man standing on a bed trying to bat away these floating almost jellyfish like creatures that are kind of hovering over him and you hear him shouting be gone be gone as he's trying to swap them away with pretty much a newspaper and these creatures are kind of almost they look kind of like jellyfish, but they're kind of this shimmering blue, almost gooey texture. And they have these eye stalks that have like one eye each. One is green, one is red, and they alternate in color. And you can hear them kind of, well, presumably them, but it's this sound isn't coming from anywhere in particular. It's a little weird, but in your head, as soon as you open the door, you hear, we must feed, we must feed, we hunger. And Trish is like, oh, I don't like that. And she's going to step back a little. <laughs> Seeing a new target. Um, 
one of the creatures is going to float over and try and attack Rizzy. So. That is an 18 to hit. So I assume that is a hit. Um, Alright, yes. So that is... That die. There's that die. So you take a total of ooh, um, six points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a con save. Okay. Let's see here. Just making sure. There we go. <clears throat> okay. Oh. And as this creature starts to wrap some tendrils around your head, the tendrils almost are pulsing with these little barbs or teeth. And they seem to be coated in this sort of acid that starts to sting at your skin. You take another two points of acid damage. Okay. I like that. The other one starts to move in, but is still trying to fight this gnomish man. Illandir, you're up. Fantastic. Okay. Well, first thing, I need to close this distance a little bit. So let's see. What is it to plan movement again? It's... It is, um, it's a little sidebar thing. It's a circle with a little ruler symbol. And I believe it's, um, click and then right click. Mm hmm. Hmm. There we go. Awesome. I can get right in there. So. Once I figure out how to. Oh, you have to click back into the little arrow tool. There we go. Okay. And I think I don't want to burn my channel divinity this early, so I will pull my shield and my war hammer, and I'm going to try to strike on this with the war hammer. Okay, roll for bonk. Bonk plus three is only a seven. <laughs> okay. That is a miss as you go to swing at it, but it kind of like easily bobs out of the way and you hear it just repeating, we must feed. Yeah, no, no, you mustn't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I get breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but no. Okay. Anything else you would like to do with your turn? Um, if I'm able to... <laughs> I think of, uh, I'm able to take a dodge action, yeah? Uh, no, that has to be done as a full action. You used your full action as to a attack. Full action. You do have a bonus Correct. action, though. Yeah. I mean, unless you're a goblin or a rogue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a secret Makes goblin sense. on stilts. Makes sense. Yeah. I, I will not be utilizing my bonus. Okay, very well. 
Uh, Rizzy, you have just been tentacle snagged by one of these angry floating pancakes. What would you like to do? Uh, is it, I mean, is it like a face hit, like hugger? Is it on my, it's, is, am I blinded? It's not, it's not like blinding you and more just like kind of snacked you and has like one of its tentacles like stuck against your forehead. Okay. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not fully John herded yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's not grappling you. It does not have the strength for that. You can tell it is not very big. It, it does not have the telltale, uh, insignia of Wayland yutani so I'll go ahead yes. and <laughs> probably now the area around here um, there's a wooden door and it's otherwise stone right? Yeah. Or like a fabric carpet okay. Yeah it's stone with like a cloth carpet <sighs> and you can see there's like a window on each end of the corridor mm-hmm I might just uh, maybe bite back. Let's see. <laughs> At least to start with. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and try it. Let's see what happens. Okay, very well. Yeah, 19, 19 chomp attack does hit. Okay. Uh, for piercing and... Okay. I get <laughs> for health back. I think that's one of the two times I can use this long rest um well i can i can always bite i just don't get hps back except okay anyway very well uh, but um as a bonus action i'm gonna hold uh yank my necklace free and uh say something like uh feed feed on th this <laughs> sorry <laughs> and also glance, glance over at trish and, and and mouth sorry in advance for <laughs> causing a fire can i now if I set off a fire, am I going to hit Elindir as well if it's a 15-foot cone? If uh, depends on if you... I'll say that, actually, let me let me go into my uh, Toasty Thaumaturgy icon pack mm -hmm. and give you control yeah. of a cone of fire. Okay. Trish says, please, can you not set my hotel on fire? Go. Uh, priorities. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, you should have control of that. But I will say that because Ilindir is in the doorway, in order to get into the room, like, you would have to, unless you can choose where to position this thing, mm -hmm. and you could position it, it in front of her, um, then yes, she would be hit. Okay, because the creature is right here, yeah. <clears throat> How big is this creature? Like, could I squeeze it's, past him? It's, or? it's, um, it's about, like, maybe eight inches, a foot in diameter, and kind of oval-shaped with these tendrils that drip down maybe about 18 inches to two feet. Would you say they are smaller than small? I would say, yes, they are tiny. <laughs> okay. Grumpy pancakes. Yes, <laughs> they are. They are angry pancakes. I you, will squeeze. They will get an attack of opportunity, though, if you do that. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll maybe warned. do that and then try to hit both of them if I can. Okay, very well. Uh, one of them gets a hit in, the one that's already kind of smacked you. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to make another con save. Okay. Let's see here. 15. Okay. 
So you manage to avoid the acid damage, but you do take another five points of piercing from these little barbs on their tendrils. Mm. <clears throat> well, <laughs> Rizzy at this point is figuring, look, if we need to take a job, you know, <laughs> she's like talking to herself, if I need to take a job to pay for this carpet. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a that. pretty nice carpet. <laughs> So roll your damn. These things have to make a dex save. Yes. Yep. Um, okay. And it is two uh, d eight damage, I believe. Yes. Okay. Two d eight. It's one of them crit succeeds, so it bobs out of the way. The other one fails miserably because it's too busy attacking you. Okay. It likes your head. So that one, that one takes ten. Okay, that one. You see it kind of shrivel up into like this little desiccated mass of this kind of blue goo. Mm -hmm. And it just crumples to the floor. Okay, and how much of a fire have I started in this room? The goblin, I mean the gnome man is, has hopped out of the way um, and is trying not to shit himself. It looks like the bed, the bed frame is now solidly burning and the mattress is starting to go up. Okay. Um. If Rizzy has any movement left, I think she's probably going to run to the window. I don't know if that's going to have to take a full action to open the window. But... Um, I'll say that you can use your free action to open the window. It's not it's not locked. It's just a regular degular window. And your fire, oh. I'm going to I'm going to just put it here for now, but just so that way it's on the map for safekeep. I'll put it here in the stairwell, but we know that the fire cone is not there. Okay. And, uh, yeah, uh, Rizzy's gonna do her best, uh, to, to start preparing, maybe trying to put the fire out and or hel helping the gnome jump out the window, but... Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Very well. Next up goes the remaining creature. It is going to try and attack Illendir. Actually going to move this down to the map layer. There we go. And it's going to try and attack Illendir. That is a 21 to hit. It's rolling oh, really good. I am sorry. Yeah. Um, so, it is actually going to try and do something a little different. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Okay. Okay, and plus your wisdom and proficiency. Uh, three for wisdom, two for proficiency. Very well, you succeed. As the tendril wraps around your head, you feel your mind kind of become a little fuzzy, a little numb. You feel a little forgetful. But I'm very used to this feeling. You're, you're so <laughs> used to it that this just doesn't phase you and no fucks are given. <laughs> you can't remove <laughs> thoughts where there are no thoughts. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag bimbo privilege. <laughs> you hear um, one of the rooms go silent further down the hall as one of the screaming voices is drowned out. Dove, you're up. Ah, she's like freaking out here, a little nervous. Um, 
I would like to move up towards Illendir. If I move her to get up here next to Illendir, can I <clears throat> attempt to thwack Pancake? Indeed you can. Mm. I'll say, yeah, yeah, the door is wide enough that you can. It looks okay, like the door, we are... this, It looks like this door got narrower at some point during the map. I don't know, but yeah, you could... Okay. You can <laughs> yeah. We certainly are going to attempt to thwack with our good old uh, quarterstaff then. Yep, roll um... for thwack. <laughs> Wow. Good. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Actually, Good. what is this thing's AC? Yeah, it's not particularly high, but it's not that low. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I can't imagine it's like a 10 or less, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is not. I'm sorry. So okay, you go so in for a thwack, fails. and, you know, you can't just get at the right angle. You're kind of all trying to get in through this little doorway, and it's it's a pretty nice big staff, so it's... It's a little bit to maneuver. Yeah, love the enthusiasm. Dove's, yeah, Dove's <laughs> never seen any flying pancakes like this before, so she's probably probably a little nervous anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, so 15 feet. So I, I would like to maybe step back five feet. And um, I do, for my bonus action, I'd like to cast Ensnaring Strike. Okay, um, if you do back up, um, because you entered melee with this creature, it will get an attack yeah. of opportunity. Well, yeah, I'll stay here, actually, for now. Okay. I will cast Ensnaring Strike, um, preparation for my next turn there, hopefully. Very well. So I will, um, gonna give you this little spider web icon to show that you're concentrating on that. Okay, Trisha's turn. She is going to use her bonus action to unlock this door telekinetically. And then she's going to use her action to dash over here and try and float the keys out of the keyhole and over here. Okay, time for the creatures to go. Uh, yeah, this one's going to go and it's going to try and just do a plain old tentacle attack against Illinger. And that is an 18. 18 is my AC. Okay, so glancing blow. So it will deal half damage. I need you to make a con save. And my con is a bonus of two on my con. Okay, yeah, you succeed. As the acid starts to kind of seep into like your hairline. Um, you're like, ugh, but, you know, it's really not that bad. It's just mildly annoying. But you do take six points of piercing damage from these little pulsating barbs. As it's mm -hmm. saying, we feed. We feed, right, we feed. Number one more time. It is six points of piercing damage. Okay, perfect. Got it. And it is now your turn. What would you like to do? I am... I think I'm going to go for Bonk again. Okay. Well, for no. Bonk. <laughs> no Oof. Bonk. No Bonk. 
How would you like to describe this epic failure? I, having missed the first time, I go to swing again, and it, it misses in the exact same way, but I thought my issue was force, so now I've spun myself with my own momentum. Just okay. And you end up kind of awkwardly face-to-face -face with Dove, kind of like, oh, this isn't what I expected. No, it's not. <laughs> No, it's not, but it may feed into my bonus action, so that works out, I guess. Okay. Speaking of which, what would you like to do with your bonus? I'm going to be catching, uh, casting Sanctuary Oh, as okay. my bonus. So I ward a creature within range. You just happen to be within touch distance. But yeah. uh, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or a spell must make a wisdom saving throw on a fail they must choose a new target or lose the attacker spell doesn't Good protect from area effects uh yes okay mm -hmm. and this is concentration don't, don't okay. hold it cool so i will also mark you as concentrating on that so i will give you the same icon let me double check it one more time yeah, it sounds like a concentration spell. Oh, it's not, according to this. Oh. It sounds like it should be. Yeah. No. But I think that I think it ends if the warded creature attacks or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. But since you just went before me, it buys you a <laughs> Oh. Very nice. Very sure. nice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you are not concentrating. So I will remove that little icon. Okay, sorry about the confusion. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, it happens. Okay, so, <laughs> it's top of the order. So, the fire spreads. The bed and the table are now completely up in flame. Okay, um, <laughs> I think... The gnome really... is cowering in the corner. The smell of fire and a faint trace of urine has filled this room. <laughs> yeah, I think... Rizzy is going... Shouted across the room. Of course I didn't prep per create water today. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Hmm. Yeah, it is. It is one of my infusions, it looks like. Okay. Bag of holding and alchemy jug, because I changed that out. Okay. Uh, so, I think I will pull out my alchemy jug. <laughs> <laughs> might not have water in it, but I'm gonna do my best to dump it out, say the magic words. Uh, okay. Water, and and uh, fresh water, I think. Okay. And get to dumping. Okay, so how much water does it make? I think it's 8 gallons of fresh water or 12 gallons of salt water. Let me double check. Uh, yep. Okay, I... so fresh water. So, uh, you use your action to do that, and, um, let me roll, I'll roll a d8. My d8s don't get enough love, um, to see, actually, no, I'll, I'll make it a d10. That makes more sense. It's like a percentage. What percentage of the fire goes out? Okay, 80%. So it, you manage to douse the bed, and the bed seems to really absorb the water. Now the fire is relegated to just the little side table. The bed is now completely unusable. It is a bunch of ash, but the bed is no longer on fire and the gnome is slightly less freaked out. <laughs> could, 
could Rizzy grab like a piece of cloth, like damp cloth, and I'm guessing there's a lot of smoke in this room, and probably hand it to the the uh, gnome and indicate that you know. I, I'm sure the gnome's probably lower than the, you know, not yeah. not to make a size joke, but you know, yeah, yeah, he, he's he's small. Um, I'm gonna ask him like do, do you need help get getting out of here or did you did you inhale any smoke or are you okay i think i'm good i i was too scared to breathe <laughs> <laughs> well uh uh okay um yeah i'll nod uh rizzy's not really she, she is not the fire marshal so i i could tell <laughs> <laughs> she's not the fire boss of, of, of him, so yeah, <clears throat> that is probably uh, my. Mm. Yeah, I'm probably going to focus on getting the rest of this fire out. So I'll leave okay. it to everybody else. Very well, very well. Okay, so next up goes this creature. Um, it is going to. Um, since Illendir was a good first target, it's going to try and attack her once again. And that is a almost critical fail. Rolled a natural two. Um, Beautiful. And it seems a little distracted by the fire. Dove, you're up. All right. I'm going to try and thwack it again. Okay. You can pound town. <laughs> uh, in theory, we'll in theory, out. we'll find out. Okay, and you have a plus five to hit, I believe. Do you? so. Yeah, yeah that is that is a solid hit. Chiching. Okay, we've got one d uh, six three four uh, three bludgeonings that I have listed here. Okay. Now, would you like to use any of your, like, class features or anything to deal a little extra damage? So, yes. Um, I was gonna say, so, first of all, I forgot, I do also have Ensnaring Strike on oh, right, right now. Oh, right! Yeah. Um, I forgot so, as I thwack him with my awesome seashell staff, uh, vines come out, and he does need to make a, or it needs to make a strength savings throw. <laughs> Okay. I know, yeah. Um, that is a total of three. I think it fails. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it is um, restrained. Okay. Let's see here. And restrained. Okay, so at the start of its turn, it takes damage while it's restrained. Very cool. Um, and then because I did successfully hit, and my little swarm of crabbies is definitely going to run up my quarterstaff and attempt to deal some more damage here. They will attack with just a 1d6 of piercing damage. Yep, I think that it's just if you hit, you do the extra damage. So I don't think okay, you have to roll what... separate crab attack. No, I, I okay. was just going to roll like the d6. But... Okay, extra two. Yeah, yeah so... this, this angry pancake is looking pretty rough. Cool. Mm -hmm. Covered in tiny crabs. Yeah. And the crabs are kind of <laughs> pinching in, and you can see it's like, it doesn't have flesh, it doesn't bleed. It's almost made of like this firm gummy bear type material. Okay. And in the, in the firelight kind of catches like this opalescent glint. 
Hmm. Sing. Okay. Trish. Wait, is, that is going to be Deb's turn, yeah. Yeah, Trish is going to go. And she is going to open the door, peek her head in. And she's going to make an attack roll at something that none of you can see. Because none of you can see that room yet. And she is going to... Actually, this thing has to make a intelligence saving throw. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's how it works. Okay. It succeeds. Okay. That's her turn. One of the creatures is going to try and attack her. Oof, it crits. So... She is going to take... Okay. Oh, it's double damage, so... Yeah, she takes nine points. I'm looking a little rough. Okay. Illendir, you're up. You see that Trish now has one of those things kind of hitting her head. Okay, let me... Scrolling through my spell list real quick because it's not very well organized on this app. Okay, so um, I will thwack at the one right next to me. Time, see if I can actually get this hit in. <laughs> okay, roll for an yet another thwack. Come on, bonk. <laughs> That's advantage, right? Because restrained or. Um, I think so. Because this creature is I always, I always forget, I always forget, um, restrained versus grappled. Grappled just means your speed is zero. Um, restrained means that your speed is zero and you have disadvantage on attacks and creatures have advantage on attacks against. Okay. I only know this because I always play a giant octopus moon druid <laughs> who just grapples and restrains everybody. <laughs> so That's again, you, you do have advantage. Yeah. And that is a very, very cool tactic. Awesome. One more point. One more point. <laughs> and, uh, I well, have a plus three on my attack. Yeah, regardless, you do hit. Oh, fantastic. Okay. So, I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> uh, five damage plus one from the weapon, so I'm up to a... Okay. So, you kind of go in for a bonk, but doesn't make as much of a bonk as much as a whoosh splat. <laughs> as now there's just like this weird angry pancake goo just kind of mooshed into the carpet. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. uh, seeing what's going on down the hallway though, I'm going to take my movement of six squares. And then I do have a bonus action I'm going to use. Um, I will cast Healing Word on our NPC buddy. Okay. Because that was a nasty hit. Yeah, it was, it was pretty harsh. Yeah, so that's going to be the full D4 plus okay. my skill spell casting. Which, if I wander down, I have a spell attack bonus of five. Is that right? Uh, oh. yes. For, yes. Yeah, for, for healing so spells. So, for, 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 full healing for the nine. <laughs> okay, she is back up to full. <laughs> no. 
and that will end my turn. <laughs> okay. Rizzy, you are now in a angry sea pancake free room and only the table's on fire. Okay. I'm going to try to put this out of all the way. Is that going to be my action? or uh, Depends on how you want to do this. But... Mm. I mean, dump dumping the rest out, I don't... Oh, let me double check the jug. I think it takes an action to uncork the lid, but it doesn't specify there's an action to continue to, to coax the water out. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I'll do my best. I'll, I'll try to, okay. I, you know, it sounds like things are handled. Yeah, so I'll say that you can use your action to definitely get rid of that fire. Okay, and in that case, then I will probably start moving. Um, d does the extra movement speed go just for my first It is turn, just for or? your first turn, yeah. Okay, so that would be, I could move, I could move right there. And, uh, uh, Hopefully the gnome is following me, because <laughs> this room probably still has smoke in it. <clears throat> he's he's opened up a window and is breathing out the window, but he is not following you into whatever the heck is out there. Okay, okay. Just just wanted to make sure if he needs to get downstairs, he has the he has the wherewithal to. Okay, so. he is going to wait that out. <laughs> okay, that's Maladov. It is your turn. Um, so, I would, this goo that is on the carpet, Yes. I be able to procure some of this goo? Um, I'll say, something... I'll say you could use your action to scoop it up into a vial or something. Now, I have, I'd like to move my full distance, so I'm wondering, I have mage hand, my crabs can move pick things up for me. Indeed they can. possible for them to procure some goo and then I can place it in a vial and move my 30 feet? Uh, sure. I'll say that you can use your free action to drop a vial and then okay. um, mage, is Mage Hands as a... Uh, it's my cantrip. Mm, yeah. But it's the crabs that do it. Yeah. So they can uh, move and just do some really basic stuff like pick items up or okay. um, just like I'm looking up the specifics for the Swarm Keeper because I think it has slightly different mechanics than a regular. Um, Oops, I was going to say, I have that right here somewhere. It's my Swarm Keeper. Yeah, so pretty much works as the Mage Hand spell. Uh, does it take a action to move something? Yeah, you can use your action to control the hand. Oh, okay. Okay. But I'll say, I'll say you can do it as a bonus action. That seems fair. Okay. I, I just was like, I just want to grab a little goo. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'd like to have the crabs just kind of swing right in there, grab some goo, and then we will all together move my base speed down the hall here to kind of catch up with the rest of the party. Okay. You can certainly do that. Crabbies, okay. bring mommy yep. the goo. Okay. Trish is going to take her um, her frying pan and try and smack the sea pancake. Appropriate. 
that is a hit. So that deals. I'm gonna go with just a d6 because it's a club. Okay, so that is five points of damage. Not bad. So she goes in to swing with a big old frying pan. And it is not doing great. Now it's going to try and retaliate against her. And that is a miss. As it's visibly just kind of dented from the frying pan impact. Illendir, <laughs> okay. you're up. Fantastic. I am going to steal my shield for a second because I do not have Warcaster. Okay. And, uh, use Sacred Flame on the pancake. Okay. Okay, so this is... Quite loud. <laughs> uh, descends. Uh, target must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8. Okay. Oh, it's one of those. Okay. 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 And my spell save DC is a. 13. It fails. <laughs> it fails. Fantastic. Yeah. So take 1d8 of radiant. Oh. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. It's... <laughs> Anything else? Um, without my shield... Well, yeah, without my shield, I'm gonna move up here. And, okay. Uh, I believe that will end my turn. Okay, very well. Fire is out, so no environmental actions. So, Rizzy, you're up. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm scared of starting another fire. <laughs> but how scared am I? I might just shoot a fire bolt at this little pancake. Okay. There you go. Let's, uh... <laughs> Wrecked the fire. Yeah. Wow. Well, hopefully I didn't start another fire. Um. Oh, I just realized I don't have the map on here showing everything. Thank you. I'm going to move over here. Uh, is the door currently open? Uh, the door is open, yes. Okay. Uh, what's going on inside? Do we see? Oh, uh, let me press the reveal of that. <laughs> Hopefully this one will actually... Nope, it keeps wanting to hide stuff even though it's on the reveal areas setting. Okay. <laughs> you see um, two people. Uh, they seem to be some sort of like business women. One of them is... Actually, they're both asleep. They both seem to be asleep as these creatures are surrounding one and have like their tendrils all glued to her forehead as she is completely just out of it. Okay. Uh, well, and this, this does mm. seem to be a nicer hotel room. It's a bit bigger than the one that you've stayed in. Yeah. Uh, Rizzy is 
definitely fighting the urge to just <laughs> don't want to burn these people to death. So, <laughs> gosh, maybe should have maybe should have prepared one of the other things. Mm -hmm. But alas, um, I think that's all my movement. So that's my toy. Okay. Very well. Maldove, you're up. Alrighty. Dove can almost join the party. She's just gonna do a nice big movement towards you guys here. Let's see here. Um. I think that I think we're gonna stick with running up the hallway. Okay. Would you like to um, take the dodge action? Yes. Okay. Now I will say that you you are within melee distance of this thing. If you would want to hit it. No, actually, I guess that's a good, that's a fair point. We should probably try and. Okay. The heck of it. Okay. Okay. Plus five, so seventeen. Yeah, that's a solid hit. Thwack. Okay. Got six. Four plus three. Legend seven. Okay, seven points. You thwack this, and your seashell is on your staff is a kind of like eerily similar color to this um, strange floating jellyfish monster. So it kind of snares onto it as it passes through. And now you're, the seashell is kind of covered in this kind of sparkly <laughs> slime. It's actually kind of pretty. I like it. I like it. Um, is this creature still alive? No. Whatever they are. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. It is out of commission. It's beautiful. Okay. Very nice. Okay. Good job. Uh, Trish is going to poke her head in, and she's going to try and attack one of these things. So it has to make an int save. What is this thing's intelligence? Oh, it's actually not too dumb. Okay, good to know. <laughs> okay, um, oh, that's not the die roll. I failed my int save. Um, and it crit fails! <laughs> so it takes four points of damage. And you can see that this one looks visibly just kind of almost kind of dazed as it's pulsing red green red green eyes just start pulsing slower. And it's kind of slightly out of sync from the uh, attack as Trish's hair flies back, and you see, like, this... It's kind of like a brand in the middle of her forehead in the shape of an eye. Okay. Time for the creatures to go. They are going to leave their current target. Well, two of them are, at least. And one is going to swoop in here and try and attack... Dove. So I'm going to need 
Dove to make a uh, wisdom save. Oof. Okay. As this thing wraps its tendrils around your head, you can feel the little barbs and thorns, but they're not really trying to, like, stab into your flesh so much, as much as you feel sort of this numb tingling, almost like the feeling of your foot falling asleep, but rushing through your head. And you forget what you're doing. As a thought is plucked from your mind, and you have to subtract 1d4 from any attack rolls or saving throws. Oof. Oh, um, one thing, uh, would I, would uh, Rizzy get an attack of opportunity when this one came by, or? Um... Because they, assuming they went through the doorway. Yeah, they went through but. the door. I'll say that, um, due to them being small, say that only Trish would, and she's going to try and smack them with her spatula. And that's a miss. Okay. But, um, one of them is going to try and attack, um, Rizzy with its tentacles. And actually, it's gonna it's gonna have you make a saving throw. So that is a whiz save. Okay. <laughs> okay, you succeed. Um, you uh, kind of manage to both kind of dodge out of the way and kind of focus your thoughts on something other than this. As you seem fine, Illandir, you're up. Fantastic. Um, I want to see what I can do for Maladove here. Um, is there some sort of... Let's see here. She's like, uh, like a medicine <laughs> check or, or something to see what this is doing and if I can stop it. Um, I'll say you could do a medicine check. Um, okay. But it would take your action to do so. Okay. I'm fine with that in this case. Okay, there's a nine there. It is a skill I'm proficient in, and I have a plus three. Okay, so, so that is a total of 12. Uh, you feel like um, just taking a bit of a rest would probably clear this. Okay. Like sitting Sounds down good. and just bandaging it up a little bit. As a bonus, I'm going to re-equip my shield and call that my turn. <laughs> Okay, very well. Okay, next up. So many tabs. Uh, <laughs> that's the top of the order with Rizzy. Okay. Hmm. Well, I might run down to the little goober down here. I'll... I'll take that attack of opportunity. Okay. And and that is a 16 to hit. Oh, yep. That hits. Okay. So I'm going to need you to make a con save. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, that is a fail. Mm -hmm. So you take four points of piercing damage and only one point of acid damage. 
Okay. As and, it uh, kind of snares you as you run away. Yeah. Run past, rather. Rizzi was like, oh, I thought that that little guy was <laughs> distracted. Oh, well. <laughs> um, gonna go ahead and probably take a chomp at this fool. Um, let's see here. Hmm. Probably miss. Uh, yeah, that is a miss. Okay. And, uh, just maybe, maybe, uh, yell at him. Uh, maybe ineffectually throw, uh, you know, uh, try to, try to, try to push, like, an ashtray towards them. Like, dump it on their head. Say, like, you know, this would make a good hat. You, you, you dingus. Dingus. <laughs> you dingus. <laughs> uh, Rizzy immediately apologizes for cursing in front of the nobles. <laughs> and that's my turn. Okay. Just checking something quickly. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, Dove, you are up. Mm, and hey. you're, you're feeling fine. This is fine. <laughs> it's, I don't even know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. good. We're, it's we're just going to thwack away. We're going to yeah. thwack right at it like nothing happened. Um, we are just going to go ahead and that creature and then... Uh... Okay, that is a hit. Now, I do have the d4 against oh, my yeah. attack. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Right? Yeah, roll a d4. Okay, minus so that's plus three. five, minus three. So it's just, that's a net plus two. So yeah, you still hit. Okay. Ching. <laughs> Alright, so let's see. That is six, two, three, four, five. Okay. Now, um, depending on the creature's status, the crabs would attack it as well. Okay, it's still up. You bonked okay, so... it, and you managed to clip it, but... Okay. So the crabs will give them... give him a little... little poke? We'll yep. Do... Okay, Hold little pinch. One. Little pinch. It's my good boys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. And... It's me, in a nutshell. Okay. Trish is gonna go, and she's going to... Attempt to frying pan bonk the one in front of her. And that is a hit. And that deals a total of three damage because she is not particularly strong. She's not used to physically moving things. This <laughs> <laughs> first time with a truly moving a frying pan. Yeah. It's going to try and attack her. That's a four. Well, total of eight. This one is going to try and attack Rizzy. So I need Rizzy to make another wisdom save. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you, you give no fucks. You are busy trying to fight this thing and it cannot really get a beat on you. Oh, Rizzy. That's 
And then this one is going to try and attack the person who keeps attacking it, so it's going to do a tentacle attack against Maldov. And that is a 14. Yeah, that hits. Oh, okay, your AC is lower than I thought. Okay. Uh, well, you're a ranger, so I should have. Okay. Uh, so that is... I need you to make a con save. Oh, I'm going to use this die. And, ooh, I'm going to use this die. <laughs> so, yeah. 13. Okay, 13, you succeed. But you do still take... Um, that is a total of four points of piercing damage from the barbs. Dude. I know. Illendir, you're up. Um, how you doing, Maladev, in general? Do you look rough, or...? Uh, not super rough. I mean, yes, but I'm a little beat up, but I'm not falling over just yet by any means. Okay. Then I, I'll hold off on changing my plan. <laughs> um... I am going to stow my equipment again because it's just it's just a shield shuffle over here. Shield <laughs> shuffle. <laughs> and um, I'm going to bless us because I'm not liking how this is going. So this time it is a concentration. Okay, bless this mess. Yeah, bless <laughs> this mess. And I bless uh, three creatures of my choice. And in lieu of blessing myself given our current positioning, I'm going to bless the NPC. Okay, very well. You can certainly do that. Um, going to do um, going to give you the broken heart symbol and give everybody else the heart symbol. That works. Yeah. I love these little icons. I hope that one day they'll let us um, upload our own because that would be very helpful. But this works. Okay. Anything yeah. else you'd like to do? Uh, no, no, that's, that will be my action is concentrating on. <laughs> okay. Um, and what does it look like when you bless people? Um, I, I've imagined just about everything I do is some kind of aurora, moonlight. Okay. You know. Moon yeah. magic. Moon Got magic. It. Yes. Blessed okay. be the moon lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Rizzy, you're up. Okay. And one of these things just tried to uh, do something a little freaky. <laughs> what What a little scamp. Um, yeah. Gonna, you know, 12. That is a glancing blow, so it will deal half damage. Okay. So, two. Two, okay. And it tastes bitter and tart and acrid in your mouth. Yes. Not pleasant. Yeah, I mean, r you know, R Rizzy's used to just doing her best not to taste whatever monster she's chomping. Yeah, I'll <laughs> say, I won't make you make a con save. You've tasted worse. <laughs> Somehow. Don't Anything know. else you would like to do? Mm, very tempted uh, to cause another fire, but alas. <laughs> uh, can I... <laughs> Mm, I'm guessing that would probably need to be an action to try to shake this noble woman awake. But yeah, that would um, be taking the help action. Yeah, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll 
yell room service and and uh <laughs> you know uh hit the ashtray with my offhand uh, okay but i'm guessing that'll probably won't wake them up they're sleeping pretty deep hmm. but that is a free action to do so you certainly could do that <laughs> okay yeah. maldove you're up all right we are gonna Whacking at this thing till it gets away from me. Um, okay. So give it our best. Got plus five, but plus eight. five, but minus one d four. So regardless, it will hit. Okay. All right. Oh. Good. Good. With bless two, would would you would that be? Oh yeah, the bless yeah. the bless will cancel that out. Yeah. I'm all kinds of blessed up. Thank you, Moon Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've got our D6 with three, so, so nine. Um, okay. Fuck that pancake. Fuck that pancake, indeed. Um, do you say that in character? <laughs> um, yes, I sure do. Very well. This pancake. <laughs> Okay, and as you do that, the pancake splutes into the ground, kind of just like, this one's almost a little liquidier than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of like seeps into the little grout between the stone floor tiles. The old thing. Yeah, Trish looks down. She the says, crabs cheer. Yeah, <laughs> little crab rave. <laughs> yeah, Trish looks down and says, ew, I have to clean that. And then she's going to use her action to do another uh, spatula attack. And that is straight up 14 to hit. Okay. So yeah, that hits. And it deals. <laughs> she is not strong. That is one point of damage. <laughs> she has no bonus to her strength attacks. <laughs> but <laughs> it works. Time for the angry sea pancakes to go. Uh, one is going to attack Trish and one is going to attack Rizzy. And one is Trish's AC. Yeah, that is a hit. Her AC is not particularly high. Um, so she takes... I'm gonna use these dice. She takes six points of damage, and Rizzy, I am going to need you to make a con save. Okay, yeah, the acid doesn't really seem to even affect you anymore. But these uh, little barbs, they're a pain in the ass. You take uh, five points of piercing damage. Okay, Illendir, you're up. Um, I'm going to go for my cantrip, Sacred Flame, again. So, okay. dex saving throw. Okay, very well. I'm gonna go with this time. And that is a fail. Mm. Okay. Um, going to... There's really not much I can do in here, and I don't imagine 
season pass is a thing in my arm. I think I'm gonna really do. Try. Yeah. As the old adage goes. <laughs> there we go. There's my D8. Yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna remain where I'm at. There's not really a through path for me. Okay. That is fine. And just concentrate and keeping that bless up because it yep. sounds like that's important. <laughs> yeah. Bless can be a real game changer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, Rizzy, you have just been smacked by one of these angry noodle monsters. Flying spaghetti monsters. What would you like to do? Oh, uh... Uh... Well, let's see here. Oh, did Illyndir roll for damage for the Sacred Flame? Or... Oh, Sorry. yeah. Roll, roll your hit. damage. Oh, I, I oh. thought it didn't hit. Oh, it was... Oh, I, I meant that the creature failed, not that you failed. Okay. So, yes, roll your damage. Uh, the beam of moonlight shoots out at this thing, and it hits it as it's not able to bob out of the way, as it's too busy feeding off of Trisha's mind. Okay, perfect. So that's three more damage. <laughs> okay. This thing, it kind of withers up in, like, this radiant kind of cooking, and it kind of shrivels up like this sort of dense little raisin, and it just plops the ground lifeless oh if that's the case i would have moved into the room at this point <laughs> okay yeah yeah you could do that now yeah yeah okay there we'll go there we'll call that good okay okay uh rizzy is going to do her best to uh cover her mouth just you know to follow proper uh etiquette and uh Take another chorp at okay. this horrible little pancake, ruining okay. everyone's day. World's worst breakfast, okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Meow. Yeah, that is a miss. And uh, it's going to uh, yell housekeeping again and gesture uh, <laughs> to Lindir. Maybe we need to shake these nobles awake. Okay. Maladov, you're up. Um, let's see here. I would like to... Hold on, I'm, I'm just, I'm rolling something for my own amusement, so don't mind me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Fair. Uh, oh no. Love is to come into the room here uh, towards this noble on the other side of the... Kind of... So maybe check around the room and see, yeah, just anything else or anything. Okay, uh, make a perception check. Enter anything, yeah, exactly. Just got the situation in here. That right. Um, four, five, six. So plus the four and my proficiency bonus, right? Yeah. So okay, plus so. one d four. Still not super great. Um, Eighteen. Uh, Thirteen, you said? Yeah. Okay, uh, you don't see anything obvious other than, you know, the two sleeping nobles and the one remaining angry pancake. You don't see any sort of obvious way that they could have gotten in. 
Okay. That's... Trish is going to use her action to do another um, Mind Sliver attack at that thing. So it has to make a save. And what is her save DC? Okay, so it fails. Okay. Oh. It takes another one point. She's just not doing a lot of damage. But it She's looks, trying. It, it's the pulsing of its eyes starts to get a little slower and out of sync again. And then she's going to use her bonus action to mage hand this door open. So I'm going to denote that this room is open. Okay. Angry pancake. It is going to attack the nearest target, who will be Rizzy. That is a miss. And then two more of these things appear, and they're going to start flying out of here. They are not particularly fast. Okay, Nilton Deer, you are up. Okay. Um, do I have any indication of why, since I don't have line of sight there? Uh, you do not know that they're there, no. Okay. Well, then I'm going to ignore that that's happening. Okay. And the fun roll I did to the side was if Illendir understood with the phrase housekeeping that she was supposed to wake up these nobles. <laughs> and no, no, I don't know why you're calling for room service and, and to clean up the beds and things. I, I don't. <laughs> Fusion. <laughs> so, yeah, no, utterly confused. So instead, I'm going to Sacred Flame one more time. <laughs> Very well. Okay, so that is a total of ten. So that is a fail. That's a total of ten. Uh, let me double check my sheet. Just yeah, I'm pretty so. sure that your save DC yeah. is higher than a ten. <laughs> yeah, it's a thirteen. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. So, Lindir, no thoughts <laughs> and no damage. Just. <laughs> This angry sea pancake is very, very resilient. <laughs> Rizzy, what would you like to do? <sighs> Going to probably chomp again and and uh, respond with something like, uh, "Maybe, maybe we should wake them up." <laughs> Sorry, I, I should have more explicit. Oh, <laughs> oh because Hold they're on. asleep right now. Yeah, or, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, excuse me for a second. Twelve. <laughs> Another glancing blow, so you do hit. Okay. Okay, three. three points. It's not one. This thing is, actually, yeah, it's, it's out. Uh, it's not your best chorp, but this thing has weathered quite a bit of, uh, bit of small chorps. Yeah, little little nibbles from the various members of your party. And it takes just one more little bite to kind of rip this thing apart. Um, its eye stalks were kind of already falling apart and drooping. Its tentacles were starting to fall off and drip to the ground as little goos. And one more chomp, and you kind of spit out the rest, and it kind of just dissipates into a bunch of little 
goo drippings on the bedding and on the floor. Okay, I'll go ahead and use my second charm to get a little bit of HPs back and yell out to Trish. Uh, any other rooms? There's like two more of these things. Oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna start moving <laughs> that way. Uh, and probably get in melee with them both. Okay, you can do that. Brave okay. little artificer. Yeah. I, I mean, Trish has a, has a frying pan to protect herself with. Hey, she also has a spatula. <laughs> oh, and I do have my, um, I do have my bonus action. Okay. So I think I'm going to turn to Trish and say, sorry about the door. <laughs> and then they're both going to have to roll deck saves. Oh, no. <laughs> she says, oh, this is why we hate having adventurers here. <laughs> one succeeds, one fails. Okay, uh, so half for the one who succeeds, so four and nine, respectively. Okay. Mm. One of and them is... Well, yeah, the door is on fire, and it... Yeah. Okay. One of I'm... them looks like it's almost shriveled up into a raisin. I'll say the one that's closer to the door. Um, it's barely holding on. You almost one-punch manned this thing. Uh, the other one, yeah. it looks like it's starting to kind of dry out. Uh, Rizzy is probably going to use plenty of Tinker Tools checks during her downtime <laughs> to repair everything, so... Okay. That's me, though. Yep. Yeah. Very well. Trish is going to try and get rid of the one that is already looking almost dead so it has to make a intelligence save and it's oh <laughs> i'm sorry i'm okay. sorry you preemptively clicked to me ah. and you had that other action so because the just, bonus yeah. action okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah my bad okay it's all good um uh maladev to this noble one would like to, to use an action to attempt to help um, and to wake her up. Okay, I will yeah, say that you don't have to you don't have to roll anything. You shake her awake and she By the goddess, what happened? You okay? Anna, are you okay? Anna And she seems to be shouting at her uh, business associate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Just gals being pals. <laughs> <laughs> it's awfully nice room for such an occasion. Yeah. Um, I I think I'm just gonna essentially leave it at that. I just wanted to at least wake up one of them, and then Dove is gonna sit on this bed and just kind of hang out for a second. She's uh, <laughs> still like doesn't really. <laughs> this but whole party has one brain cell, and I love it. Literally, it's Rizzo's. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, for real. You really could have dropped the alchemy jug if you want to take a sip. It's just water. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I just do. Okay, yeah, so I am well done. Just chilling. Okay, cool, cool. So now Trish is going to do another uh, mind sliver attack at that one. And it's going to make an in save, and it succeeds. 
And she's trying to, like, focus on it. And she's just pissed that she has to clean this up, so it's not her best attack. She's a little distracted by all of the uh, repairs that she's going to have to help out with around here. She was supposed to only be working the evening shift. She's very annoyed. Okay, these two angry pancakes are going to go after the most obvious target. Um, I'm going to need Rizzy to make two wisdom saving throws. Okay. As they are both going to try and consume some thoughts. Uh, well, uh, Rizzy's most... Uh... But you are blessed, remember. <laughs> yes, let me make sure. Okay. I don't know how I'm rolling these high wisdom saves. <laughs> Holy I, shit, okay. <laughs> below a five on my con saves, the thing I'm proficient in over and over again. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, they try and you are just like completely just not phased by these things trying to like eat your thoughts. <laughs> Elendir, you're up. Okay. Uh, now that I understand, I'm going to wake up the noble that's next to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, she wakes up and she seems much less startled and she seems more groggy. But yes, you do wake her up. And she's like, oh, what happened? What a bad night. Evil light pancakes? What? I don't explain it well and I immediately. <laughs> she just kind of blinks at you, like, not a single thought in her head. Okay, I'm going to come out into the way so that I can try to help out here. Okay. Yeah, something like that. And that was bonus movement? Uh, yes. Yeah, that, that was your it movement. Action to wake them? It is your action to wake them and then your movement to move. You still have your bonus, technically. Okay, so if bonus. you wish to use it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pass on it this turn. Okay. And just get out here with uh with Riza, and uh, the the nobles are awake. Yep. Okay, Riza, you mm -hmm. are up. You are being swarmed by these weird, sparkly jellyfish things. <laughs> what do you do? Well, um, how's the door looking? The door is actively on fire. Uh, let me actually pull something up from my toasty thaumaturgy set. Forgot you lit something on fire again. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. So I, I will I, say I, that this is the door. It is on fire. I mean, <laughs> there's a forest nearby, probably, right? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll say that you make a... Uh, I'll say you can use your bonus action to make a... Uh, nature check or a history check to see how well you know the for the flora and fauna of the area surrounding Brinecliff. Um, my bonus action? Uh, yeah, if, if you want. Well, that's how I'm you want to do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm figuring the door can't get more on fire, so that's okay. probably what I'm going to do yeah. with my bonus there. Plus the okay. goddess for stone taverns. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Uh, yep. Oh, they have to make a deck save. Duh. Okay. Wow. Okay, uh, this guy is fried. And this one fails its deck save. So, that one takes full damage, and this one had one health left, so it is... It is soot. Oh, and I... I 
I forgot to say, uh, yeah, I'll say that the carpet is also starting to singe over here. It's, okay. It's not particularly very flammable, but it's flammable enough. I'm going to go ahead and use my uh, action then to try to douse the door and okay. uh, bunch up the carpet, uh, hoping to put out the flames by snuffing it out. Do I need to roll anything? Or? Uh, no, I'll say that. I'm just going to roll a d10 to see what percentage of the fire you're able to snuff out. Mm. Okay, half of it. So mm. yeah, there's still fires going, but you know, they're lessened. They're not spreading. It is contained. There is one creature left. Maladov, what do you do? You are sitting with a very, very frantic business lady. Um, I would like to do. I think I'm going to actually ask this um, this woman if she remembers anything other than going anywhere. Hi. Um. I'm Dub, and I like put my hand out with a bunch of crabs on it, and ask her, "Do you, do you remember what happened? Are you okay? How do you feel? There's a lot of space pancakes in here. <laughs> I have one hell of a headache. I just remember. I don't know. I checked into this hotel, and that's the last thing I remember." I think you should probably stay here and rest up a little bit. Um, I'll check to see if the coast is clear. Um, she she sees that her her gal pal is uh, sitting upright, and she seems much less worried. Uh, <laughs> Rizzy is going to yell, like, maybe open a window! <laughs> Just <laughs> get some fresh air. <laughs> and I'm going to yell back, did you start another fire? <laughs> Okay, the last Trish, thing we want in here is a cross breeze. <laughs> like, Trish is going to use her bonus action to mage hand open the window at the end of the hall. There you go. And then she's going to do um, another mind sliver attack on the one remaining sea pancake. Oh, that's an 18 on its save. Plus whatever, yeah. It succeeds. She is just not helping out in the actual comment. She's going to get away from the door. Back the fuck up. <laughs> Sea pancake is gonna go, and it's gonna try and boop your head. And that is a dirty 20 to hit Rizzy. So you know the drill. Okay. Come uh, save. Yep. Oh, finally. <laughs> okay. And bless. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so Not that you, you need it, but yeah, you take you take another six points of piercing damage as it gets a really solid hit on you. But thanks to the uh, Moon Maiden's intervention, you really don't seem to give a fuck about the acid. Okay, Illendir, you're up. Mm. Okay. So you know, this is this is working out with the dex saving throws. So I don't yeah. think I'm going to come up into melee. Fair. You, sacred flame. Okay. At least it's more contained than Riz's flame. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most things are not more. I mean, less contained than that. <laughs> and that is a fail on its part. A total of five. So roll your damage. Beautiful. 
Nice. Hmm. Very cool. How do you want to do this? Um, I, nothing too flashy. It's just Aurora Silver Flames. And okay. Nothing flashy. <laughs> just a literal flash of divine mm -hmm. moonlight striking this I, thing. I... As the radiance <laughs> kind of seems to hit the uh, opalescent prisms in this creature's body, and it sort of rends apart at the seams. Uh, does, does Trish, like, visibly uh, flinch, thinking that yet another fire is going to be started in here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, with that, I'm going to... I think I'm going to make my way past Riza and go into the room with this additional person. That's a six. The door, the door is on fire, so I'm going to make you um do a um just straight oh. up dexterity check. Okay. See yeah, if you yeah. can if you can just... avoid getting hit by the fire. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I was about to ask if we were going to keep an initiative order or uh, we're out of initiative at this point. Okay. I mean, I could, I could put out the rest of the flames before, you know, if, if we want to do, if we want to do it in that. But yeah. I, I leave it to people. Just <laughs> up to you. No thoughts. She's My next smart. thing is checking just... on this person. I mean, yeah. Lizzie would probably yeah. try to stop Ilindir. Uh, be like, let me put out the fire first, <laughs> and then. <laughs> oh right, fire! Right, fire! Uh, I could just, <laughs> I could, I could bull rush it and. Oh. I, I, I might get a little hurt, but there's a person on the other side of the door, and we need to get to them, so... Right. Rizzy's going to say, well, I'll put out the fire, and then maybe we open a window and wake them up. If that works. Trish nods and says, please just put out the fire. Okay. We're working on it. Do I need to roll anything? Or? Nah, you, you take a, a little second there, and the door will need to be replaced or repaired. The carpet will need to be repaired, but that's nothing that a simple mending spell shouldn't be able to fix, so that's not a huge deal. The bed in this, this room, bed. on the other hand, that one will be need to be completely replaced, as will the table. Yeah. Is the door un like able to be opened or um I will say that it is it can be maneuvered, but it is just very, very charred. It still has structural integrity, but it is not something that you would want as your door if you were paying to stay at a tavern. I mean, Rizzy will be after you. <laughs> uh. Okay, well, I'm going to go in. Okay. Mm -hmm. This person seems to be dressed in much more common clothes. Okay. Um, they seem I'll, well I'll made. To... They seem well made, but not as fancy. Perfect. I will try to wake them up. Okay. Uh, you shake her awake, and she looks up and she's like, "Sarah, is that you? You've gotten old." Uh, no, no. I was gonna say, Alindir. I was gonna say that hair color doesn't suit you, Sarah. I'm rather fond of it, but okay. Oh, this <laughs> like, is awkward. I'm sorry. Very subconscious. <laughs> <laughs> She's she seems just very completely out of it. 
Sorry, uh, I thought you were my niece, Sarah. Kind of look like her. <laughs> uh, what happened? There were creatures floating like pancakes with lights, and they did numbing things, but I, I mean, I'm not doing a good job about this. She looks at you what? blankly. <laughs> No, um, you fell asleep because yeah. of creatures, and we smashed them. And this artificer set a lot of stuff on fire. She yeah. looks and she she sees the door that is like completely blackened, and the uh, the doorknob is like completely tarnished, and everything's like, oh, I. Slept through that? Yes. <laughs> Rizzy probably has a little shovel and is holding up, or like a trowel or something, and holding up you the should... pancake. <laughs> yeah, you should go downstairs and away from the smoke. And uh, uh, yes, <laughs> I I'll do that. <laughs> and she kind of pushes herself up and dust herself off a little bit and she's still in her nightgown it's it's fine she makes her way out and kind of looks steps over several charred areas and kind of grimaces and awkwardly goes downstairs yeah. um rizzy is going to ask trish uh, are there any other rooms we need to check on? Any other rooms that are occupied? Or uh, She's going to go around and kind of unlock them, peek her head in, and kind of take a quick inventory. And she says, not seeing anything. The heck was that? And she's looking at the mess on the floor, and she just kind of sighs. The cre yeah, the creatures are still more or less intact, right? Uh, somewhat, yeah. They, they're they kind of goopy, and some of them are shriveled up, but yeah, they they still have a physical form. And some of them, especially the ones that are more shriveled up, they still kind of have their vague same shape. Mm -hmm. mm, Rizzy is probably going to use her herbalism kit, like uh, Dove was earlier, to try to... Um, scoop up a little bit of this, maybe put on uh, safety gloves. Okay. Yeah, you, you can do that. So both of you can, can add... Um, tact. Uh, the eyes are shriveled up and dried, but you you are able to find, if you look around enough, one that has both eyes. Um, and it looks like every time you look at them, depending on the angle, they shift from red versus green. It's a little creepy. Okay. I um, would like to collect an eyeball. Okay. Yeah, if possible, if if we have a like an intact specimen, Rizzy would probably want to study it and write down. Is that brain sort of, cell working? <laughs> you know, yeah, do, do her dangdest to try to understand what makes these things tick. Okay, you and can make a uh, nature check, arcana check, or investigation check, depending on what exactly you want to glean about this creature. Okay, I think Arcana, because 
Rizzy has not heard of these creatures running around the forest. Um, <clears throat> Very so well. Going to, let's see here. 24. Nice. Okay. You have heard of creatures called flumps um, that fit this description. But the thing is, they're usually friendly and they usually don't attack people or feed on their thoughts explicitly. They more just kind of are known to seep on, like feed on just excess psychic energy in an area. Yeah, they're very goofy, constantly getting into pratfalls, you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but these seem, if you, if you had to guess, some sort of modified or corrupted form of them. And they're usually more or less living in the Underdark. This mm -hmm. is not the Underdark. So, I... Dove oh, like to look at the eyeball that she's collected while Grizzy's kind of trying to find this whole specimen, and she's just, like, ripping things apart, and... I'm wondering if this reminds me of my dream. Like I'm, I'm thinking of the eye <clears throat> yeah, I'll in say, the dream that I had earlier. Yeah, I'll say, um, make... Would this be insight checking yourself? I mean, I'm t you know, I'm kind of looking back and forth and thinking about yeah. that back and forth. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll say, I'll say sure, uh, you can Is insight it? check uh -huh. yourself. I'm like, so, a dream. Yeah. yeah so I'll, <laughs> I'll say you have advantage, because it's knowing your own thoughts. I mean, one of your thoughts right. was stolen from your brain, but, you know, the rest <laughs> of them are still there. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> okay, I've, 13. Yeah, it, it, you're able to kind of think through the brain fog, and, uh, yeah, you r realize that these creatures remind you a lot of that freaky-ass dream you just had. <clears throat> Stick the eyeball back in my pocket. Okay. Mm. Um, Rizzy is probably going to get to work uh, putting out, uh, asking uh, if anybody has uh, Weaver's tools, perhaps. Uh, I think with Tinker Tools, she can repair wooden structures. Obviously, she she's not a carpenter, but she might be uh, going over to Trish and saying, I think the bed in that one room might be destroyed. I can move over to that room. I don't sleep in the bed anyway, and we can figure out the doors. Look, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to to, to, to uh, help help repair things. Um, I'm sorry about the fires. I also volunteer my services since I specialize in repairing troops and, and linens in general. Just Oh, well, that's actually kind of helpful <laughs> usually when people destroy stuff i just go find the mending stone and try and see if i can fix it with that and you can see that there's several patches of the rug that look newer and cleaner than others as if they've been like magically mm -hmm. cleaned and repaired um yeah but only for the square footage of what yeah. that <laughs> yeah <laughs> would do. but yeah. she says yeah if you could uh help fix that up i mean mm -hmm. I, I don't think there's I, a huge rush, but that'd be yeah, good. I, it'll be, you know, I plan to be in town for a while. It's something I can work on in my downtime to try to repair. Same, and uh, yeah, I, 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 being an adventurer and all, I've, I definitely know that feeling of trying to pick up the pieces when things don't work out as planned. Um, 
uh, gla- probably glancing over at Illinder. Are you part of the local guild, by chance? Just I wouldn't say local, but I am part of a weaver's guild. Hmm. Oh, I'm I'm. Uh, uh, I apologize. I'm 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 Rizzy. Um, uh, reason I fell out of mercy, but you can call me you can call me Rizzy. Everyone does. Uh, I just uh, helping the the yarwarts establish uh, scribes, uh, calligraphers, and scriveners guild out here. Um, just got into town relatively recently. I'm su- su- surprised I haven't noticed another guilds person, but um, uh, Illindir, and uh, same to be honest. I, I suppose that's just wandering around in our own worlds. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I do keep odd hours, so <laughs> I understand if <laughs> you know. Um, I mean. I noticed you and uh, mm-hmm. uh, crab crab woman. <laughs> like point back crab, crab woman. lady. <laughs> you know, we, we all. Guess. No, I've only been in town over the last <laughs> two weeks or so <laughs> since before October. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, how about you, Mistress of the Crabs? <laughs> No, I, like, approach you guys. I, I was standing back listening to you, and I'm like, wow, you guys sound really nice. I'm, uh... <laughs> I'm a dove. I think I'm gonna go finish my breakfast. I'm Trish, but you can call me Althea Raven Darkfire. I'm trying to make it a thing. You can do that. She, like, she looks at Trish, like, alright. Yeah, I can, I can do that. Well, can, you, can you say it again? Althea Raven Darkfire. Yeah, it's got a ring to it. Yeah. Um, it sort of Already knows I'm gonna it. mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying, but. Can Our get this wing. It's <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and um, you should have a uh, a sheet. Yeah. Um, um, in your. In your handouts that has her name and a little bit about her. Yeah. And Larry. Um I look back at, at Rizzy. It really is thrilling to meet you guys. It's very kind of you to help to mend everything. I don't Do think I have any know? skills. I am starving. Do you know you're infested with tiny crabs? Babies. Just the little blue? Yeah, yeah they're I- my and I like pull some out of my pocket and put them up on my shoulder <laughs> and like, like yeah, uh, they um, don't rem- you know they've been with me a long time, just they're always here. They're my babies. They protect me, I protect them. I love them dearly, and I'm like playing with them while I'm talking. To them. <clears throat> that got me in a lot more positive of a mood. I love the like, I'm like yeah. <laughs> you want to see them? This one has a monocle. <laughs> where did you find a monocle that small? I don't know where he got it. Trish <laughs> <laughs> kind of just is like kind of looking a little bit, but she's a little kind of like a little weirded out by it. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, Rizzy is a little bit like, oh, uh, you know, got some folks from the country. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to do the math on how these are her babies. 
<laughs> Bless her. She's so dumb. I love her. She's so sweet. <laughs> I'm rolling it, but <laughs> you're park elf. You're you're a sea elf, right? You're you're oceanic. Yeah, mm -hmm. I have so, like bluish tinted hair and like yeah. um yeah, I'm very obviously like of an aquatic lineage. Like yeah, no, I'm definitely doing the math on how sea elves. I'm just like holding crabs, like yeah. I want to see more. I I have more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, perhaps downstairs. <laughs> yeah. Razine might <laughs> might whisper, like whisper, you know, just druid things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> assuming you know, it's flip of a coin. Probably a druid or a ranger. Hmm. Oh, I say, like I understand it. <laughs> what do the rest of you two look like, by the way? Like, what are you guys wearing? Oh. Rizzy is probably um, at this point no longer wearing her uh, the hood of her cloak, uh, kind of in dark, austere kind of robes. Uh, she does have the insignia of the Yarward uh, Guild, um, and uh, kind of, kind of just as, as plain and nondescript uh, traveler clothes as possible, but also giving off kind of an air of northern fashions. Like it's pretty, pretty. Uh, you know, uh, uh, cut like the cut of her clothes isn't super baggy or anything. You know, she seems to be. It it seems like maybe old, like academic type robes, but yeah. Okay. Alindir is uh, dark, black hair, gold eyes. She's a half elf, so her ears are not quite as dominant as they would be. Um, dressed in, in scale mail, which is one of the reasons you might not have picked up that she was part of the Weaver's Guild, is just outfit-wise, she is very much dedicated to goddess. So, <laughs> you know, big moon insignia on the shield, and representing the moon god. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and yeah, Rizzi has, like, kind of purplish hair, and kind of light purplish skin, green eyes, and, and she always looks... Like she is very tired, um, <laughs> and uh, she's also got this necklace that she's putting back on that kind of catches the light, sort of no matter where it is, like out, you know. So. But um, uh, well, uh, Elendir, if, if 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 you'd like to um help me work on this, I, I need to do some measurements. I think maybe we could. Uh, replace the door with one of the doors for the vacant rooms, if that's okay. Looking over at, at you know, glancing over at Trish. Um, I mean, I can get the mending stone yep. from okay. the closet and fix that up, I guess. And uh, Rizzy's going through her bags, and um, and I've got some books here if you'd like to read about Elendir. Uh, uh, you know, I, I know, I know you love. The, I'm guessing you love the moon, uh, mother. But uh, <laughs> if, if you want to learn about these nature <laughs> people, you know, I, I I can I can try. Um, and I'm I'm really hesitant to even touch the book. Just, <laughs> I'm I mean it. 
It's written in Elvish. I hope that's okay. But um. Oh no, it's not a matter of the language, really. I I know several. I just and, and begrudgingly, I take the book. Just I can't. I can't for good excuse right now to not take the book. Well, just feel free to to bring it back whenever you're done. Um, you know where I am. Well, I don't. I'm probably going to get moved to a different room now, but um, yeah, just, uh, um, I'll see. I'll see uh, you folks um, probably around here. I'll, I'll get to work um, on uh, the door and moving out the bed. That's okay. Slowly sneaking down the hallway back towards like breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> food. Oh my god, food. Yeah. And Rizzy's probably going to get to work moving her stuff, maybe switching rooms with the the guy who's the gnome who's a, whose uh, room got burned up. Urine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mm. figure that, you know, they probably will charge you less for the um, for the repairs if you're willing to sleep in the room that needs repairs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and again, Rizzy generally doesn't sleep on the floor, so... Yeah, yeah. She is very peculiar. <laughs> Indeed uh, she is. Yeah. That brain cell you've got, though, so... <laughs> yeah, you got the brain cell, so they'll keep you. <laughs> we're, we're not gonna question. Fine, I'm covered in craps. <laughs> Goodness. Just very accepting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trish heads downstairs, presumably to uh, get some supplies to fix stuff up. Mm -hmm. So, what are you all doing? I'd like to go back downstairs and be like, right to Larry, um, First, I need some tea, please, sir. Uh, but did you not hear? <laughs> Ruckus? Well, yeah, but I uh, couldn't leave the uh, tavern unattended down here. You know, we have the cash box, stuff like that. Good stuff. Ever... And he gestures the high shelf. <laughs> have you ever had problems with buying pancakes before? Is this... Pancakes. Leave a teenage girl to take care of all these creatures? On, I mean, good thing I mean, we were there. She usually takes care of, like, oh, she usually, like, takes care of the tree ants and stuff, and I figured mm, it might be just more tree ants. This was not the case. Um, not a tree ant. Not a tree ant? I, like, pull, I, like, pull eyeball out of my pocket. <laughs> and I'm like, this is. Why are you carrying that in your pocket? <laughs> It has like, some little crabs on it. I was gonna say, the crabs are, you know, like, hanging out with it, too, probably using it to play kickball or whatever they do in my pocket. Um, <laughs> so I plot the eye Very and show it to him and, like, turn yes. it back and yeah, forth the eye, to show it's, it's about the size of a ping pong ball. Um, yeah, so. And oh, so it's too big for crabs. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, too, too big for the babies. Um, and he kind of looks at you and he's like, that was, what was upstairs? There's a lot more to them, um, but I just 
wanted to at least take a few parts and pieces because I've never seen anything quite like this, but um, they had bodies too. Oh, well, I don't know if that uh, makes it better or worse, honestly. I think worse. <laughs> she kind of to back in her pocket to grab the tea from <clears throat> Larry. Hopefully he's made me some tea as well. Um, <clears throat> well, don't, I don't know if they're gonna come back. I don't know where they came from. So, a little worrisome, I guess. Your guests were not in good condition either. Yeah, that, uh, that's what worries me. I mean, you know, like, business has been a little slow ever since the factory had to close, but, uh, we can't really afford to have any sort of incident like this. Absolutely. Uh, Rizzi is probably, after surveying the damage, I mean, the bed needing to be just wholesale replaced. Yeah. She, you know, she she's not enough of a woodworker to just build a new frame, but she certainly can uh, fix the door, at least, okay. hopefully. Um, yeah. But she'll be you figure, coming down. Yeah, you figure that sanding it down and then maybe resealing it with some wax would probably be adequate. It yeah, looks like it wasn't on fire for that long, so it's it's superficial. Yeah, and Rizzy's probably coming down the stairs to, uh, if Trish hasn't already told Larry, um, probably apologize for the fire, uh, mention that, uh, you know, find the gnome in question to uh, switch rooms, and... Um, he's sitting there um, holding a mug of tea, and he's just sitting there very tense. Very upset. Uh, I I uh, uh, I might I think Rizzy might bring down a spe like a, a, at least a sketch of the spe the specimen. Uh, we're studying the creature in question. Seems to be some sort of maybe creature from the Underdark. Um, uh, looks similar to to a a, a flump, I think, but something's different. Flumps don't usually attack taverns, so, um... He just looks at you very blankly. He's like, under dark. Flump. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just creature from underground. Um, by the way, do you have any spare pieces of wood? <laughs> <laughs> Who would you ask? The gnome? Um, I'm just, I'm asking uh, Larry. Uh, Larry, he says... Yeah, we have we have a few uh, planks, few two by fours in storage, just in case, you know. Especially since you know our Oktoberfest, uh, the wards that we have on the various things, uh, they can't repair everything, so we have a few lying around. Yeah, you you might you might have heard there were some little fires. Um, I'll I'll get to work on it though. Don't don't worry, I'm I'm uh. How um, little would you say they are? Uh, well, um... Well, there was the bed and the table and the door and the spot on the rug and... <laughs> uh, just kind of, of which... Just immediately listening it off. Just <laughs> He kind of just leans back and says, I'm gonna go check out the damage. And he, uh, says, Trish, hold down the fort, will ya? And she says, fine. Yeah, and, and Rizzy <laughs> might sheepishly 
come with um, you know, okay. uh, taking out her tools. Because uh, I think with Tinker tools, yeah, I think it would take like an hour or yeah. three or seven. Yeah, well, take a while. Okay, so you go upstairs and Trish uh, hands over the uh, mending stone to Larry. And you all, you you know that uh, the table, I mean the uh, bed and the table needs to be, need to be replaced completely. He says, "Sorry, but uh, you said that you're the one who caused this." And he turns to Rizzy. I, yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry. It was it was uh, the creatures. I, no, I I totally understand, but um, I'm gonna have to put this on your tab if that's okay. Okay, um, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to. I, I'm, I'm part of. I'm part of a local guild, um, uh, or well, a guild that's opening up a local chapter. Um, I can. I can try to uh, hmm. see how much I can get repaired for you for no cost. Oh, that'd as well. be appreciated. Yeah. Um, I mean, it'll probably cost about ten gold total to repair all of this, but uh, repair or replace all of this. But uh, whatever you can do to help replace it will be taken off your tab. That's for sure. Okay. Um, well, if, if you have some two by fours, I can I can get to work on the door. I think I can just remove this door from its hinges, pointing to the one that was on fire, and replace it with the one on now my room. If, if yeah. that works. Yeah. So I'll say that you can you can spend some time doing that. Um, like do an hour. To, yeah, do no. I need to roll a check? Uh, actually, yeah, you can make a, a, a Tinker's Tools check. I'll say you have advantage because Larry's helping and he has the mending stone, which is slowly kind of sanding and repolishing little bits of the door, like six inches at a time. Okay, so 23. Yeah, you're, you're able to make some good, good speed. This, this furniture is not, is not fancy. This is not a posh hotel. Um, it's adequate sturdy enough it's not ikea but it's it's not the fanciest that's for sure yeah and so yeah within an hour i'll say you're able to kind of get that all polished up and fixed okay. maldove are you taking this time to kind of have breakfast and take a short rest uh, i definitely am like <laughs> relaxing with my crab people thing and trying to yeah back from that yeah Okay, so you can do whatever short rest stuff you want. You lose the uh, the effect of the thought stealer. So you don't have to worry about that anymore. And if you want to use any hit dice, you can roll some hit dice if that's what you wish. The other two of you, since you are actively doing some woodwork and repairs and stuff, or casting mending repeatedly, I'm going to say that you will not gain the benefits of a short rest. Well, yeah, that was something, like, could we take an another hour after that? Just, or is there, I, I don't mean, know if there's. If sorry. that's what you want. Rizzy's at, like, five hit points right now. Okay. So I, I, a strong wind could knock her, so. <laughs> but she oh, would please. definitely not be prioritizing her resting time before doing the stuff that she said she would do, so. Okay. So I'll say that you're able to fix the carpet and the door up to full, pretty much. And, like, the little bits of the carpet in the gnome's room that were burnt. And you replace the door. So I'll say, yeah, that's all done. So you pretty much just owe him for the bed, the bedding, and the table. Whether in 
favors and replacements or in coinage? What would it be in coinage? It would total about 10 gold. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I can, I can pay that. Okay. But, uh, I should, let's see. Okay. <laughs> oh. Almost up to full. Uh, or are we gonna take a little break or something? Or sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, we should take a. Do you want to take a fifteen-minute break? Come back at like five, or whatever, whatever top of the hour, whatever time zone you people are in, while you, while your characters rest up. Okay. It makes sense to me. Sure. Right. Okay. <laughs> Very well. So, um, we will see you back in about 20 minutes. I'm going to grab a food and give my dog also a food. And then we'll be right back. Fantastic. Okay. And our adventurers are busy trying to fix the mess that they've kind of made. Rizzy. <laughs> Rizzy is trying to fix the mess that Rizzy made. Yeah. To be specific. <laughs> yeah, might might spend another hour or two up there just keeping working and, and getting acclimated in her yeah. new partially burned up room. So uh Larry's gonna say, so did I, I'm not seeing any place where these things could have come in. Well, would I need to roll another arcana or something to know if they... Uh, I'll say that with your previous roll, um, you know that they can kind of, um, based on how they felt and everything while you were examining them, you can kind of tell that they might be able to melt into like a slime and get under doors. Hmm. Yeah, they... Um... On, <laughs> under dark creatures do do be doing that um yeah or i yeah not clear if they can teleport or anything as well but there are creatures under dark creatures that can do that um, huh, let you I know see. more i have a feeling that maybe wizard al might have something to do with this because it seems like when anything's going a little weird around here he might have something to do with the happenings hmm. I mean, I don't mean to point fingers or anything, but, uh, you know, he's an odd fella sometimes, is all. Uh, what what kind of wizard is Wizard Owl? Oh, he runs the uh, Bed Bath & Beyond shop uh, right across the town square. Jen Housewares, great stuff. Uh, and he holds up a rag and he shakes it out a little bit, and you see that he's been kind of sopping stuff up with it and it's still completely dry to the touch. I have stain-proof sheets, uh, dish rags that never get too wet, dish rags that never get too dry. How useful is that last one? I mean, if you're looking for dish rags to like wipe stuff and wash stuff, it's actually pretty useful. It's okay. like a wet wipe. 
Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> picturing this lightly mildewy cloth. I'm like, why did you buy this? <laughs> he says, no, you just have to make sure that you hang it up after each use and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's all, all sorts of fun stuff uh, around there. I recommend checking out a shop, even if it's just to poke around a little bit. Also a bit of a tourist trap, if you ask me, though, with that whole portal to the portal to the beyond thing that he keeps trying to charge people money for. What? Oh, is it? What? Portal, Weird. huh? Hmm. Yeah, he's got this uh, big purple portal thingy and charges people a few silver to uh, see it and touch it. It's been there for uh, probably bit, probably about like 70 years or so, I'd say. <laughs> Since I've been alive. That he's just across the way? Yeah, just across the town square. Take a peek over there. Yeah, I'm, I was definitely standing back away from you guys a little bit, just kind of poking it in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rizzy's probably going to take a little bit to gather her things and uh, prepare herself sort of mentally. Uh, <laughs> Bed, bath, and beyond. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you're going to the Bed Bath & Beyond? Oh, I was say, Maladov definitely kind of chimes in, like, well, I for one am gonna get across town. I don't know what you guys are finished up here, but... Uh. I mean, assuming we took a rest, I, I don't have a complaint about that. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, Rizzi is probably going to uh, have a, a little brunch in her room uh, for a bit. Okay. So I'll say, I'll say you take an extra, like, 15-20 minutes. Does that sound right? Sure. Okay. So and, uh, and I'll say that the rest of you kind of take a little bit of time as well to, uh, you know, get all your stuff together and make sure that you have all your nice. gear packed and have pocket snacks for your pocket crabs. <laughs> they do need them. Yeah. I think I'd also, uh, Maladev would like to speak with Larry before she leaves again as well. Um, Larry, have you know a man named um, Johannes and have you seen him lately this morning or last night? I, I wanted to say hi to him this morning. Uh, haven't seen him in uh, the past two days or so, but uh, I'm sure he's either at the uh, other tavern or uh, back at his brewery. Maybe sometimes he uh, might be along the beach with his dog. Um, I'll keep my eye out for him while we're walking across town. Just wanted to okay. see if he poked in. Okay. Um, and let me move you into the town square. Um, wait. Ah, wrong map. Okay. Oh, one real quick thing. Rizu is probably just going to write a short, uh, like finish up a short letter to uh, Aunt Mabel, uh, hoping to, to visit the, the postmaster on, maybe on the way there or back, uh, just to drop off saying that things are okay. Okay, and, uh, yeah, you could do that. Do I need to roll anything to avoid getting uh, jam on the, on the 
<laughs> the parchment or anything. I'll say you're fine. You're you're a professional. A professional. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you're you're okay. Okay. And I'll mention something about if if she knows any carpenters that I could reach out to around here. Okay, so you write a letter to your Aunt Mabel. Mm-hmm. So um, are you all seeing the town square map? Yes. Okay, so it's it's a small small little town, you know, it has a clock tower, temple, a few little shops and houses. There's a statue in the middle of the town square, a little gazebo type thing that has a musician who's setting up for some sort of performance. There's a, uh, a lady selling trinkets at a little table. And then there's a guy with a wheelbarrow who's shouting, dried plums, dried plums, five coppers each, five dried plums. Mm. Uh, um. And you see clear across the, uh, across the square in this blue building here, there's this um, almost arcanely lit painted marquee sign that says Bed Bath and Beyond with seven O's. <laughs> um, on, on the way, Rizzy's probably going to lean over to, to Dove um, and be like, uh, do your crabs like plums by chance? Oh, they're not too picky about just about anything. I, sometimes they eat rocks. <laughs> well, um, I can I can grab I was planning on grabbing one anyway. Um if if, if you wouldn't mind, I can That would be lovely. That's so that's so thoughtful. Thank you. No problem. And and Rizzy's going to put down uh the copper and keep an eye out as well for any woodworkers or carpenters uh union like uh uh signage or anything. Okay, uh, make make a perception check for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the uh, the dried plums guy is going to ask, "Oh, do you want them salted or unsalted?" Um, uh, I got glancing, both? Uh, glancing over at Dove, probably salted. <laughs> said, <laughs> "I mean, I'm, yeah. are, are they freshwater <laughs> crabs? I don't know." <laughs> oh no, we're coastal. <laughs> I, I assumed as much, but I just wanted to ask. Um. Yeah, salted. Is that extra? Or? Oh, no, no, just salt. We're by the sea. Plums are where the actual money goes. Um, everything else, uh, it's just toppings. And he kind of rolls it up in like a little parchment bag and crinkles it up and hands you like a little pouch of plums. With your perception, you see at the end of the uh, town hall, I mean, of the town square, there is a... Uh, a general store. You also mm -hmm. see um, a town guard or two walking about, and a few of the little tree ants that you were warned about, and they're they're kind of cute, about the size of a uh, a gerbil, I would say, or a guinea pig, about this big, and they they're kind of going about their own business. You also see that there is a tailor that is completely boarded up, shut, and then there's a baker. And then at the other end, there is a another sign that says uh, Siren Song Tavern, and you see signs for two different breweries. Mm. Small towns. Yep. What's the statue <laughs> in the square of? Uh, make a history check or investigation check, your choice. 
Could I assist? Or? You certainly can. <clears throat> that street or what? or investigation to see yeah. if you recognize the figure or if you could find a plaque. It, yeah, if, if you want to roll again. I was gonna say I'll roll. Ooh, again. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Coming okay. in with the assist comes the brain cell. <laughs> so uh, the brain cell walks over and points over to a plaque right at the feet of the statue that says uh, and says Gary Gygax. Innovator, inventor, and father. And it and you would know that he he wasn't the town's founder, but he came in the last few decades and kinda helped bring the industry up to snuff and into modern times here. And now his daughters rule over the city. Now the rumors of him having an awful son who constantly is posting he uh, he does not things. exist in this world yeah the, uh, the storm the storm maiden has struck him down <laughs> yes <laughs> many rumors of of bulletin board posts that are very <laughs> very reactionary and inappropriate but yeah there's oh, somebody God. who may claim to be his son going about towns and posting to the town's memo boards but <laughs> they are dismissed as the uh, drunken ramblings of a drunkard like outside of town, like five miles outside of town, they started their own Brian Cliff. <laughs> nobody, I will like start this. my own Brian Cliff. <laughs> so, okay. yes. And you can see that, you know, the musician, she's still kind of getting her stuff set up, you know. It's still a little early for a performance. It's getting closer to noon. And then the little trinket card, uh, she's she's pretty solidly set up. It's a half-elf lady. <laughs> Oh, and do we see the post office for here, from here? Oh, or is it you can tell that the uh, clock tower and the raven's tower are one. You can okay. see that there's all sorts of ravens perched along the... Uh, there's almost like a balcony around the mm -hmm. clock. Okay, hmm. well, we can... Uh, Rizzy will make a mental note to swing by there on the way back. Okay. Okay, so you go into the bed, bath, and beyond. And <sighs> let me move you there. had a lot of fun making this map. Okay, so you walk in, and you see that it has, um, immediately you see that there's a little display in the window. Uh, little teddy bears, some pots and pans, pillows, a carpet, some bedding. And you walk in, and you see that there's just rows upon rows of all sorts of sheets and cushions and towels and cloths. And you see a broom sweeping itself, and it's just kind of doing its, business, doing its thing in the corner, just sweeping some dust up. And then sitting on the counter, uh, folding some towels, is a gnome, a young gnomish man with uh, auburn hair and very large spectacles on his face. And as you open the door, it kind of dings a little bit, a little bright chime. And the gnome turns to you and says, oh, uh, hi there. I, I didn't think we were going to have customers today. Uh, how, how can I help you? And he kind of gives you an awkward smile. <laughs> Hey, uh, just looking around for now, I hear you may have a portal of some kind you offer uh, to show people. You hear, um, you hear a bit of a ruckus, like a door swing open and then some footsteps start approaching. And you see coming out of the back door, a uh, positively ancient moon elf man 
uh, bald with white eyebrows that kind of wisp off of his face. And he walks towards you with um, determination. He's dressed in, you know, very typical robes of an arcanist, nothing too posh or ostentatious. And across his forehead, he has this uh, lilac colored sleep mask on his forehead tied on. <laughs> oh goodness, I heard the bell ring. I, I have customers. My invention continues to work, and I hear mentions of people being interested in seeing the portal. Today is a most auspicious day for me. <laughs> and he walks over, and he says, Greetings. Welcome to Bed Bath & Beyond. My name is Wizard Al, the proprietor of the finest shop of enchanted housewares and portal to the astral plane in this whole side of the continent. How may I help you today? Uh, lovely to meet you. I am quite intrigued about the portal. While I would also love to look through your shop, I think I might like to start there. Oh, well, certainly. It's a three silver person if you wish to check it out. Kind of turn back to you guys um, like... I'm going in. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um. <laughs> Have you ever had any problems with your portal? With things coming through? or? Well, not recently. Um, I have been trying to, uh, to get in through this end of it, but uh, all to no avail. Seems like it's pretty much dormant and uh, locking people out this way. But you, you can take a look. Uh, and he puts out his hand, gesturing for you to pay up. <laughs> I get into my crap purse um, <laughs> and pull out silver pieces and place them in his hand as my crabs scurry back to me. Okay. He looks I'd at the crabs. gold pieces for this. George says, uh, if, if you need change, I can help you. He has yeah. a little name tag that says George, Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah, I'll I'll take George up on that. I need to break a gold piece to make okay. this work. Okay. Um, uh, Rizzy is probably, you know, keep keeping. Uh, you know, she she walks around with with her hood up, just you know, in her own little world. But she's probably going to slip three silver or six silver to to Elendir and be like, "I am your your elderly grandmother." <laughs> if they ask, please. <laughs> Um, I look at you, and it, when you say that, I have this of, uh, I'm, but okay. <laughs> it, it just, it, it, okay, I just, mm, looking at this figure, <laughs> looking at the way they're dressed, um, Rizzy probably, you know, is, is wanting to have some level of, of not being entirely, uh, I, 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 Oh God! <laughs> please, please, just do do this for me, if, if okay. You, you, just, just or Aunt Rizzy or something. Uh, sure, Aunt Rizzy. <laughs> yeah. Now, what are your ages, like relative to each other? <laughs> Let me double check my sheet for my exact number real quick. I mean, yeah, Rizzy. and you're all half elves, right? Uh, Rizzy yeah. does. Here's the the thing. 
Rizzy probably seems more or less like, you know. It... Honey, I'm 134. 22. <laughs> 120. Oh, you're a baby. I'm a baby. <laughs> Rizzy probably seems to be varying ages of middle age depending on the time of day or whatnot. Fair. But but Rizzy's gonna do her best to pull the hood down and and sort of uh, arch her back a little bit and uh, maybe borrow a staff. Um, just just you know she wants to get closer to this figure, but not interact with them directly because she knows if if this person is somebody another northerner <laughs> and the wrong kind of northerner, she wants to be very careful. Okay, he uh, happily takes the silver coinage in his hand and pockets it. And he uh, leads you past the rows of pillows and towels, past the signs that say bed and bath. And then he leads you over to the uh, blue velvet curtains in the back that have a sign painted. And he says, welcome to the beyond, as he pulls back the curtains, revealing. Well, it's never a good sign when you have to go to the back of the shop for something. Just uh, let me check in the back. No, I'm getting Sorry. flashbacks to the the he, thing in Arizona. I know none of you are going to understand this because you're not Arizonans, but yeah, there's a there's a tourist trap referred to as the thing. <laughs> so he pulls back the curtains, and you see. It's about seven feet tall and swirling this shimmering silvery violet color, and it's emitting this soft light. Welcome to the beyond. Feel free to do with it as you wish. Mm. And he steps back and steps aside. So I'd like to approach it, but not really touch it per se, and then just see what I can kind of gather from just the way that this looks, if it's familiar to me in any way, or... Okay, uh, make a perception or arcana check. Mm, we are going perception, so it's going to be a 16. Okay. It's a very pretty color. Very shiny. Very bright. Very pearly. You think mm. you might have seen a seashell this color at one point? Yes, I like seashells. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm debating oh, if I'm going to detect magic on this, but this would be my last level one spell slot for today. Can, can you cast as a ritual? Oh, um, I mean, maybe? I'm not clear on the rule for that. It uh, takes 10 more minutes to Yeah, cast. so it would take 11 minutes total to detect, to detect magic on it. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't have a problem with me setting up a ritual to detect magic on his portal, then... I mean, certainly people have done stranger things with this portal don't um, worry about it. it doesn't hurt it doesn't bite it's just a portal you know yeah rizzy rizzy might be saying something about uh about um canasta or bingo later um in in, in an old lady voice uh <laughs> make, make a uh, deception or performance check your choice okay let's see here mm -mm -mm. <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, can can canasta? Is that what they call it? Mm. Yes. He's kind Aunt of just Rizzy. looking at you a little weird. Bingo? Is that right? That's not right. 
<laughs> Binjo, that's it. Yes. Um, Binjo was his name. <laughs> um, I mean, Rizzy's going to try to look around the portal while this is while the the casting maybe try to catch insignia of any sort of affiliation that might be uh, hidden either on this guy's cloaks or on the walls okay so that would be an investigation check okay mm. oof would anybody like to help yes okay yes. so you have advantage on that roll wow wow yeah you're just you're feeling very self-conscious here, and you can't really notice it. Plus, the shop is rather cluttered. I mean, it's very well organized, but there is stuff everywhere. Teacups and pots and pans and all sorts of pillows of various quality. Rubber ducks and towels and uh, teddy bears and buckets. And it's just a lot to take in. Um. <clears throat> like to poke the portal. Okay. Yeah. Lydia reach reaches one finger out. Okay, you reach up, you reach out, and you touch it, and it feels like cold glass against your finger. And uh, you hear a very, very soft ding! Hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask the, the elderly wizard figure, whatever he is, um, if he knows anything about fl fl flumper nickels? Flump, flump, uh, flump, dearie. <laughs> Oh, is it just flump? I don't... <laughs> yeah. Flumps? Um, well, yes, they are creatures that dwell in the Underdark. Uh, quite notorious for... Well, not notorious, notorious area, but uh, the flumps are usually a good omen, a ray of positive light in such a dark place. I haven't had much experience with them myself, but... I'd say the fires in the taverns were a more positive life than the flumps we interacted with, but okay. <laughs> oh, you... You didn't like them? I've, I've heard that they are quite pleasant to be around. They were very aggressive. Aggressive? I haven't heard of them being aggressive. But then again, I haven't heard of tree ants usually being aggressive, yet they've attacked some of the farmers down in the caves. Yeah, there was a voice, too? They kept saying they needed to feed. I mean, they are capable of telepathy, but... Uh, telling people that they need to feed, that's... That's new. It's different. Different? <laughs> like, legitimately, all of this is new, so what do you mean different? <laughs> well, I, I haven't heard of them saying that kind of thing. They might... They sometimes are more likely to issue vague warnings about what may dwell in the underdark but uh i mean where where did you say you found these things down in the caves is that no that the makes sense down the a tavern tavern yeah well that's odd maybe they want to hop in for a a, a brew i don't know <laughs> flumps maybe they like to day drink for all i know yeah, anyway. that's a weird thing. Always, we don't know how they got in. They were only on the second floor, so. Oh well. Um, I don't know either. Honestly, I wish I could be of more help regarding that, but I'm afraid I don't know too much else about these creatures. You said nothing, and Dove is like poking. 
<laughs> portal. Ding, like, ding, 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 ding. She turns back to Al and says, when you said you can't get through, you didn't mention things can't come the other way. Well, Is I mean, it possible I've, that I've moved through. I've never seen anything come out, and I have this shop pretty well warded that I would, I think I would be alerted if uh, something were to come in. Um, can I roll an insight check on that? You certainly can. Okay. Wow. Wow, you're rolling shit now. Well, that's why you and get for passing every freaking wisdom save that I threw at you, so. <laughs> Unless it is a wisdom save, which I'm not proficient in and have a z plus zero to, apparently I roll. It's kind of uh, like in my roll. Monday game. Um, the cleric in the party always rolls shit, except for Arcana rolls that she has only a plus one for, so, so we always say that she's a boneless wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gosh. <clears throat> you're really nervous. Sounds legit, though. Hmm. Um, hmm. I don't think I can do identify because I don't have the materials. But... I'll say you have materials for identify. They're well, less I than th 50 gold, so. I think, I, well, I thought it was like 100 gold for identify. I thought it was like a pearl worth 20 or something. Uh, oh, it's, uh, it says it's a, let me see if I can post the thingy here. Oh, a hundred gold. Okay. For yeah, some reason, I, I thought the, the for some reason I thought the pearl was only worth twenty. Okay. Yeah, um, I, I I truly didn't remember how expensive <laughs> the identified yeah. pearl is. <laughs> Gosh, but um, well, uh, uh, can I roll like an arcana check on this portal or something? Uh, certainly, I... yeah. Okay. Would it be too obvious if I yell guidance in my old lady voice? As I, I mean, it? it'd be obvious that you're guidancing yourself, but he he seems okay with uh, Illinger casting detect magic, so... Okay. Okay. Finally. Uh, this does indeed seem to be a portal. And based <laughs> on the color of it, because you know that portals vary on color depending on what plane they lead to, this mm -hmm. one seems to lead to the astral plane of dreams. As far as I can tell, does it look to be pretty active in that sense? Or would I be able to tell that based on, like, if somebody's used it recently or anything? Uh, you can't necessarily tell that, but you can tell that nothing, based on how Maldove keeps booping it and her hand just keeps going flat against it, it seems that nothing can pass through this way. Turn back to Al. Mm -hmm. How long have you had this portal? When did it... I don't... Just... Oh! Well, um... It's been here since I was a young boy, actually. Um, my father owned this shop before me, and he, he was my mentor in the arcane arts, and uh, one day I came down to uh, work on my studying, and before I knew it, he was gone. Place was in complete disarray, and all that was left in his stead was, well, that. That was a solid, oh, boy, it must have been at least 300 years. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, father left you, did he? 
I don't want to believe he did that. I, I want to say it was just an experiment gone wrong. I mean, I've been trying to get through the portal ever since and had no luck, but I think I am having some luck with this. And he kind of slips the sleep mask down over his eyes. And he says, mm -hmm. I have a few prototypes made that I, I could use some testers for. Um, they should allow someone to control their dreams in a way that lets them go to the astral plane. Mm. How, what, how, uh, how, how much does it pay to test this equipment for you? Well, I was thinking that you would just get this new arcane item for free, but make a make a persuasion okay. check. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm cool with that. Free item okay. sounds like good enough money to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I had George test it out, so I, I made sure that like the backups also worked, and uh, so far we're kind of just yeah, it works. Yeah, we've been using them for about a week, week or two. I'll look back at George and see if he feels nervous or he, anything I mean, about he, talking about the masks. Make make a insight check. I was gonna try and use my new dice and uh Ooh, okay go for it yeah that's a whole whopping nine <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's looked perpetually nervous and he just kind of gives you an awkward thumbs up like eh. <laughs> <laughs> give him one back <laughs> but al says yeah um i've been cycling through them all the different prototype ones that i have and making sure that they all function pretty much the same way and I mean, they all seem to be working the same way. Um, I just haven't had a chance to test them on anybody who's not of the uh, arcane persuasion. And he kind of looks at um, the two people here who are very clearly not any sort of arcanist of any sort. <laughs> and he says, <laughs> I mean, if if you want, I I could definitely have you as, you know, some beta testers and... You can let me know how it I goes. I mean, after last night, it might be reassuring to have some control. He he tilts his head a little bit. He's like, I'm sorry, last night? Oh, it's it's nothing. To, it's reptilian eyeball, hands for arrows. Are, are you telling them about the weird dream, honey? <laughs> it's very Alidav. clearly not an old lady at this point. Aladev definitely looks at you as well, like... Do you have a weird dream too? He said. I mean, I wasn't thinking about oh. it really because it didn't make any sense, and it. I mean, the thing clearly lied. So. <laughs> Back at Al. Um, he kind of looks at you and is like, "Weird dream." Why are you guys acting so strange about this? We're talking about a mask that helps control dreams, right? So I don't have to worry about it again. If you had a weird dream, and if our new friend Trish had a weird dream, and if I'll, I had a weird see, dream, I'm trying to get the name right. You no, know, I've right. like literally almost opened the journal. Althea Raven Darkfire. Yes, yes. Dream. Um, don't you think that's a little weird? I, I mean. I guess a little. I just didn't think about it because again, it's, I didn't hear enough about her dream to think it was the same thing. I mean, 
told you about an eye. Lots of things have eyes. Our point. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of things do have eyes. Speaking of eyes, dice of the day. Um, two different sets that I want to showcase. Um, these are hieroglyphic dice from a Kickstarter, and they're sharp-edged and opalescent, kind of like our little lump buddies. And then these are the Eye of Chaos from Elder Dice by Infinite Black. Uh, dice of the day! Okay. Anyway, <laughs> continue with our scheduled programming. I want to look back at Al and ask if he... Did you use the mask last night? Uh, yes, yes, successful? I did. I believe so, yes. I was able to um, continue trying to uh, orient myself in the astral plane and hopefully maybe find out where my father went. Do you see anything of note that you remember? Any figures or eyes? No, no. I was just floating outside the theater of dreams. Crabs shrug their shoulders. <laughs> Crabs have shoulders. <laughs> uh, they shrug their claw, their claw cl clips, their claw. What, it, what would you call a crab? They kind of. Yeah. Their little their wrists. Out. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just meh. <laughs> well, I'm intrigued by the mask, Al. I would love to, to take one with me. Um, I think I'll use it. I'll have to be, think about it just a little while longer, but I'd certainly like the opportunity to give it a try tonight. Oh, I, I, don't I would appreciate harm, that. So. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, if it means no more eye dreams or dreams about boot soup or whatever, count me in. So, <laughs> well, boot soup. Um, that sounds like something my ex-wife would cook. Um, <laughs> no, really. <laughs> she she runs a questionable apothecary down. Down the main corridor. Interesting recipes there. It's just called the apothecary. She never really thought to name it. Is it only one in town? Yes. Though, um, oh. be be warned. She can be a bit to deal with. Bit much to deal with. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you said there were flumps. I mean, I'm inclined to say that they must have come from somewhere in the Underdark. Which, the closest thing to the Underdark we have are the cave farms in the cliff, but... I mean, <laughs> that's not the Underdark, it's just a cave with a farm in it. It's worth looking at. I mean... It's worth a shot. I mean, worst case scenario, I suppose you'll just, you know, get to see more of the very, very territory, increasingly territorial treants. They are starting to get a little bit nippy. I've had to uh, offer people some um, 
various salves of bug repellent in the past few weeks, ever since they've started to get a little bit more, a little bit more aggressive. Mm. And he points to a few little pots and jars on the wall. Do you suggest we take some with us? I mean, if you don't want to get bitten, it certainly would help. Much for, you know, I kind of like <coughs> a smaller jar of bug. Smaller elf. jar? That would go for, um... Well, I have... Yeah, I think that this one would go for... He holds it up. Um, three gold. Okay. It, is that for personal use, or would it be enough for... It has, a, it has enough for um, probably about a month's worth of applications for one person or a week or two for a small group, such as yourselves. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like, yeah, we'll look back at Rizzy and be like, yeah, we should sure. get it. And it smells a lot better than uh, any sort of herbal tonic that you could you could use. This one smells like a, like a very light lavender scent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brizzy will also mention the red eye and green eye thing, just in case owls encountered any creatures in the astral plane who have that particular kind of Yuletide kind of you aesthetic. You mentioned the eyeball. Aladov very excitedly pulls an eye out of her pocket, covered in crabs. Oh, goodness. Well, um... Back and forth. That does not really ring any bells for me, but um, if you want, I can I could take a look at that and see if I could tell you anything about it. You can have it back, right? Oh, certainly. I, I would have no use for keeping something like that. <laughs> she hands it to Al. <laughs> okay, he picks it up, and he, he starts, like, he traces an arcane sigil, and his eyes glow kind of purplish. Um, Rizzy, you would recognize this as casting an identify spell. For about a minute, he meditates on the eye, and he says, It does appear to belong to a... Formerly have belonged to a flump. A corrupted flump. Tainted with some sort of far realm energy. What? Now, what... Based on my previous role, would I know what flumps eat? Or how they feed... Like, what... How they sustain themselves, or... Uh, you... Based on your current... Your past, a very high role... I'll say that you know that they usually feed off of just residual psychic energy. So they might kind of park themselves like a few miles away from a mind flare compound or something. Like, yeah, like a fish flying around, uh, you know, swimming around a great white shark or something. Yeah. But, yeah, and hoping that it'll be able to, like, eat one of the parasites that flies off of the great white shark's, shark's gills or something. Hmm. Hmm. It looks like it also has some sort of slime property to it, which is well, yeah. not which is I not the vial of slime out of my pocket. <clears throat> oh, okay. Well, that's also very unusual. They are usually not that slimy. This I haven't encountered too many, but uh, yeah, it seems like it has quite a different consistency than the ones that I have I have read about. They more solid. Yeah, usually uh, quite a bit more solid, I would say. 
my vial back in my pocket and put my hand out for my eyeball. Oh, uh, <laughs> certainly, yes. And he kind of just... Actually, no, he, uh, yeah, he was holding it. He had to touch it to identify it. So, yeah, he just pops it back into your hand. And you see him, like, kind of pull out this, like, in this little small potion bottle. And he pours what is probably hand sanitizer to his hands. And he, <laughs> and he says, by the way, I have a, uh, a vial of cleansing for sale. Uh, just a few silvers apiece, if you wish. Oh, that was like, nah, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just. Would I, would, would Rizzy need to roll something to know if a vial of cleansing is useful or just like a, just um, like, you know. I'll say with your passive score, you know that it's good at getting rid of just basic dirt and grime on your hands. It's some sort of like alcohol-based so soap. Okay, not it's not some sort of uh, tincture or some. Okay, yeah, yeah it's it's nice. probably not even magical. It's probably just let's be real, scented alcohol. <laughs> but everybody seems to be <laughs> selling it nowadays. Like... Even businesses that have no business is selling <laughs> lavender scented. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll grab how much silver? Uh, just three silver a piece. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll buy one. Gotta, gotta, gotta keep, keep uh, hygienic. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you can see that George kind of gestures to uh, a little display that has little, little vials of it. Very simple, brown flasks. Okay, Illendir, your detect magic has finished being cast. You could tell mm -hmm. that almost everything in this area has like all the stuff on the shelves has a combination of abjuration magic or transmutation magic or both just a very weak okay. to moderate aura the portal on the other hand very very strong pure conjuration okay that makes i don't know i passed that along to my aunt and <laughs> yeah might might mean that there are this might not be the only portal in town maybe just the only known portal but um hmm. curious I, I mean if, if nobody stops uh, Rizzy she's probably going to start trying to get you know, various uh, tchotchkes or, you know, she, she, she might be very intent on getting the newest, I mean, hottest loofahs in town or whatever. While okay. the aura's up, I'm going to check on that teddy bear and see if the teddy bear's evil, I guess. <laughs> uh, this is not to take good and evil, so you don't know. Well, but it no, does... I don't know for certain, but I, I would know if it's funky. Like Okay, it, it it actually emits an aura of um abjuration magic. Hmm. So protective magic. And okay, um, let me send you a list of some of the items that Wizard Al has in his shop. Okay. That you can uh, tell at a glance. So 
he has various um oh did it post okay yes so never breaking mug a towel that's always dry self-heating kettle self-knitting needles self-sweeping broom smart tie shoelaces stainless bed sheets a heated blanket a pocket bidet and a self-repairing vase or vase how advanced are those knitting needles uh do you ask yes he says well i mean they can do basic stitches rather quickly and uh more complex stitches with uh, about about the same pace that it would take a, a a person to knit. They can do most of the fancier knitting, just if you give them the time and the orders. Okay, so you'd be able to give them like a, a pattern of this has cable knits in it, and you would be able to complete that. Yes, yes, it certainly can do a cable knit. I may need these. <laughs> I mean, they are—they are one of my best-selling products. I, I can imagine they're—that's very impressive. Oh, I'm glad you, glad you, enjoy my my wares. That along yeah, yeah. with my uh, ever-dry towels, those are probably my top two. Um, left to my own devices, I'm probably buying half this list. Somebody better watch out for me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and that's Lizzie. that's just what you can get on first glance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what was uh, was it? The factory uh, recently shut down, right? Uh, yes, In tragic accident. Was... Hmm. Do what? What's this skinny around town? Do well. They they are trying to say that it's just an equipment malfunction, but. It's pretty well known that um, the teddy bears in the factory have come to life. Hmm. And they're not friendly. No, they are not. There has unfortunately been already one casualty. Oh, sorry to hear Everything that. Everything around here is twisted. I interject yes. and ask if uh, there's anybody he knows. Is there anyone you know? That we can speak to who was there all them well um several of the factory workers were able to evacuate in time um i believe that josiah who uh sometimes spent some time um doing some additional clerical work in the um in the raven's tower he might he might know something okay I'm gonna go wandering up and down the shelves and looking at heated blankets and letting my crabs look at all the little things. Okay. You see yeah. some items that are not labeled, but just look like various things, like there's a spoons and mugs and gravy boats. <laughs> a small rubber duck, a rake. You pick up the rubber duck. Look at it and like What is the function up. of the rubber duck? <laughs> me i look at george oh that this that that is one of my actual that's one of my original inventions it's um a rubber duck of floating it uh will not sink in water it will just stay on the surface so that way you know you don't have to worry about losing it in the bath or if i don't know a child were to for i don't know some reason 
play in the waters off the coast. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to play in those waters. They're kind of gross and cold, but I, it's not my life. Uh, maybe some kid might want to take a swim and bring a rubber duck. I, I don't know, but it, it doesn't sink. And I made it. I'm going to spend it's all my money here. Quite guys. lovely. <laughs> uh, thank you. I, it's really nothing. And Al I says, my it's... apprentice has come a long way in his studies in the past year. Says, yeah, I've been how, improving. How much, how much weight can the duck hold? How much weight? I mean, uh, <laughs> how much weight I, can the duck hold? <laughs> I, I, I haven't given it much thought, but uh, I enchanted it to not be able to sink. So, uh, oh goodness. Oh, what have I done? <laughs> Would like this duck. Well, um, I, I don't even know how much I was going to charge for it because I didn't think anybody was going to be interested, quite frankly. But I, I suppose uh, five silver. And Al says, don't sell yourself short. It costs a gold. I want the duck. I give him a single gold piece. <laughs> he looks down at it and he smiles a little bit. Like this red kind of rises in his cheeks. Is that the only duck? <laughs> I mean, for now, I can commission another if you wish. Yes. <laughs> I, I... This duck in my pocket with my crabs and they're very excited okay. to see him. Okay, add rubber duck to your inventory. And he says, I, I never thought that I, I would be helping out with my own commissions. I thought that I would just be helping enchant towels for the next decade. Oh, this is this is a good day, boss. <laughs> this really is. Do you require payment in advance for a commission duck? I mean, you can pay in advance if you want. I, I, I didn't think that far ahead. And Al says, yes. we usually do have a... Uh, a 50% deposit um, on commissioned wares. Just shop policy is okay. all. I'll add it to the list of things because I'm picking up like <laughs> literally half the list you posted. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and do you want we and do you want to ask money in one. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to ask about any of the other items? Um Not really. I'm, there's I'm, spoons, I'm there's pillows, there's kettles, there's pots, there's bottles, there's brooms. Hmm. Any, any like gems or jewelry or anything like that? Any uh, ornamental stuff? Not that you can see. I mean, there are some, um, there's a set of curtain rods that look um, like they have a little bit of a filigree at the end, but not gemmed, no. Okay. And there's a, a little glass vial, like a carafe, for like wine or something that's made out of like it seems like a fine crystal, but it's not like gems. Hmm. Uh, well. <clears throat> Are you trying to get a pearl for identify? <laughs> no. I, well, I, I just you know hmm. still still this guy probably ain't a northerner, but just just. Uh, Make a uh, make a history check. Okay. Let's see. Two, two, two. Twenty. Okay. Um, he does have a slight northern accent, but seems that he has. It's faded significantly. He's. It seems that he has been in Briancliffe for much of his life. And this doesn't seem like the kind of. Is this place like a? 
big box retailer type, or is it like? Uh, it just does not local? seem to be. It does not seem to be a franchise. You've never heard of Bed Bath and Beyond. Um, you've heard of other shops yeah. of Enchanted Housewares, but none going by this name. Yeah, um, Rizzy probably is going to uh, tug on the lender's uh, sleeve and be like, "Can we go by the postmaster soon? Got this letter." Absolutely, Aunt. Uh, just let me finish my shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's you know, just 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 to give Illyndir an, an, an yeah. out, but obviously, you know. Uh huh. You tried. <laughs> no, I'm I'm sucked in. I'm sucked in. You're in too deep. Mm-hmm. I um. Do you turn back to Al and ask him for my mask? Oh, uh, certainly, yes. And he uh, says, I'm going to have to go to the back and fetch them because I honestly didn't think I was going to be able to get a uh, get a volunteer so so soon. And he, uh, please? <laughs> okay, and he slips through the back door and uh, goes to presumably go fetch a mask. So it's just you three and George, the apprentice. Yeah, I'm wandering through. It's like a never-breaking mug, a towel that's always dry, the self-heating kettle, the self-knitting needles. Um, I need the heated kit. <laughs> just... Yeah, and like I said, there's, those are just the things that have like very clear labels on them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And then after having grabbed the items with labels that I know I want, I'm like, ooh, look, bottles. Mm. Or, you know. And, and Rizzy might uh, uh, sort of... Uh, Yell like can get three three masks total. Well, thank thank you. Just just to make sure that um. And you hear through the back door, of course. <laughs> and then... turns to George and asks him if he might have any matches. I could really use some matches. Um, something that would really stand up against weather or wind. Oh, uh, yes, uh, we have uh, matches, and we also have a candle that uh, will only blow out or light when you tell it to. It's another one of our popular oh. items. Interesting, interesting. Uh, you know, I, I, I'll be using it for my smoking pipe, so just whichever you think is better. Oh, uh, well, I, I would probably go with the matches. I mean, they, they pretty much have the same enchantment, but... Uh... Wonderful. Okay, uh, the, the matches will cost you just... Just a gold for a book of them. So you can have um, matches of create flame. You say a power word, they flame up. The match will not burn up. It will stay, you know, nicely on the tip of the match. Question. Can you set it to a clap? <laughs> he says, well, um, the command word is usually just fire, but I mean... I, I can, if you want, I can tinker with it for a few hours and change the command word to a clap. If, if you <laughs> it's want. It's fine, it's fine. I just... <laughs> this this will, at the very... I'm just imagining now we're all hogtied by the by this giant, <laughs> like, beefy flump army. Um, but or, but <laughs> all of our good flump friends smuggled in a bunch of explosives and we're, our hands are tied and we're trying to clap to set up matches. 
Oh gosh. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, I'll take the regular ones. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, the activation word is fire, and you have to say them like at the matches. They have to be like pretty close. Yeah. That's okay. She plans on utilizing them that way, so. Okay. Just so that way you don't have them in your pocket and you say fire and they just burn a hole in your pocket. Because that happened before we fine-tuned it and it was not very good. Like, I, I'm glad to hear you fine-tuned it. We have enough fire problems on our hands and I kind of like look at Rizzy. He kind of just looks a little confused. And I like nod and kind of keep walking through Auntie the shop. Auntie likes to fall asleep with a cigarette and it catches things. <laughs> okay. Al comes back and he holds up a, a bundle of these lilac velour sleep masks and he says, perfect, perfect. And he kind of shuffles his way over to you and hands you each one of them. He says, pretty much you just put these on as like before you fall asleep and uh, you'll wake up in the astral plane. It's, it's nice. Will I feel well rested? Uh, I, I certainly haven't had any issues. Wonderful. Mm. What are... Our, uh, your astral self, does it have, like, your equipment, or how does that work? Well, it, it can transfer over some things. For some reason, cloth items will transfer, but uh, anything, any objects or things made of metal won't. Um, oh. <laughs> but um, anything magical you have seems to transfer over as well, so um, it's it's kind of weird how things will transfer. But um, I have found a workaround, and he goes over to like the front of the shop, and he holds up a uh, a uh, pretty dumpy looking satchel, and he says, "I have this a bag of bags, and if you put something in here, then." You should be able to take it with you into the astral plane while you rest. Um, how how much? Uh, this one this one is twenty gold. Okay. Might need to borrow a little bit of gold from somebody, but I could. Oh, how many gold do you need to get that? Like five or six. And you see that he reaches into the satchel and he pulls out more and more bags. And he says, as long as you can fit it in one of these, there's there's a few varying sizes in here. And you put mm. it back inside of the main one. It should transfer over. Okay. Rizzy's about to ask about putting a bag of holding in there, but she just <laughs> is like, I don't even want to broach that. <laughs> Not I sure know. if that might just cause a planar disaster. <laughs> so. uh, make, make an arcana check. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Thirteen. <laughs> yeah, you know that putting a bag of holding in a bag of holding is a bad idea, but you see that he's putting these bags inside of another bag, so what's hmm. the deal? I don't know. Um, well, Rizzy's too nervous to ask, but, you know. Oh. Fair. I guess we'll find out if, if it causes a TPK immediately. 
are you going to try the thing? Moon Maiden has already spent all her money. I'll give Rizzy five gold pieces. <laughs> uh, Rizzy will probably just change out <laughs> next long rest like another item. But, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, so yeah. you, you have been uh, quite a prolific group of customers. I, I rarely get somebody who will buy quite as much as you lot, and I, I really appreciate it. He especially is looking at Illinger. <laughs> he bundles of stuff. Just, just arms full of stuff. Yeah, and luckily, I, I'm gonna buy the bag, so... Okay, do you have money for all of this? Uh, we can figure it out once I know pricing. Very well. <laughs> okay, so... Um... I know I'm gonna be 20 because the bag's a priority, which leaves me with 20 to figure okay. out. So, um, the towel. Okay, so what exactly are you buying? Um, of highest priority to me, the uh, self-knitting needle and the towel that's always dry. Okay. Uh, the needles are um, 10 gold. The towel okay. is... Um, I'm gonna say three. Okay. And it drops me down to 11. I was going to give one to pre-order a duck. Okay. Very well. Cool. The shop will still be here, so I think I'll, I'll stop there. Okay. And it seems like there's multiples of most of these items. Mm-hmm. As they seem to be staples here. Okay. So add that to your inventory. And he says, yeah, I should have the uh, the next up hopefully finished for tomorrow. So, is there anything else I can help you lot with? Mm. No, I think I'm pretty well set and I kind of squeeze my ducky. <laughs> <laughs> George's feet dangle happily off the uh, edge of the counter. <laughs> and he, he looks very content that he, he made a sale of one of his original items. Instead of just, you know, get another towel. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of glance back at you guys like... Yes, well, Auntie needs to go to mail her letter though. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, um, Al, I suppose we'll be seeing you tomorrow, presuming that we wake up in this plane and all. So, let you know how it goes. Excellent, excellent. I, I anticipate your report. And he kind of nods, thankfully, and he steps aside from the door. Yes. And always and remember, I... um, the to uh, stop by Bed Bath & Beyond for your enchanted house when needs. I head towards the door with my little swarm of crabs. I pop out the front door and try out my new matches with my old smoking pipe. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, they, they work just as advertised. Wonderful. Very different. Cool. <laughs> 
guessing that Ilandir and, and, and Rizzy are downwind of <laughs> of Dove as she walks and the smoke's just billowing in her face. I'm all happy and the crabs are fine and you guys are like <coughs> Asthmatic crabs. Yeah. Yeah. Which probably would be my new band name. Right? I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. So is there anything else you yeah. want to do here at Bed Bath and Beyond before you head back to town? Um, I don't think, well, hmm. oh, I already went outside. I mean, you could always awkwardly run back in. I was considering, I can, okay, so I can set alarm, do a mental ping. I don't know if it would work on the portal, because generally speaking, it refers specifically to doors and windows, um, or um, something that could be opened in that way. I mean, there are curtains. Mm, okay. Okay. So has he closed the curtain? I do, I kind of run back in really quick, and I look at George and say, I love these matches. They work fabulously. Oh, uh, kind uh, of thanks. I to see if the curtains are... The curtain is still open. He hasn't had a chance to close them up again yet. Leaving the portal in full view. Oh, I th let me read it again. I think it kind of dies after it goes the one time, but sure. Uh, make a an either investigation or arcana check. I am. I I can assist if you want to tug yeah. on Rizzy's sleeve. Oh, okay. Um, and it could be an area. It could be an area. It doesn't have to be a door or a window. So it could be if anything enters. Oh, it can be an area. Yeah. Okay. Rules is written, so you could say if anything enters the warded area of the portal. Perfect. So I would like to do just yeah the front of the portal in that case, like you know. Flat the plane, something would have to cross over for it to yeah. be a problem. Yeah. Yeah, it seems interestingly enough, it's like infinitesimally thin, like paper thin, but the mm -hmm. front and the back of it seem identical. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I would like to, uh, to cast alarm on it, and I would like to make the, the noise not audible, but mental. Okay. Um, and it takes one minute to cast, and it requires verbal, somatic, and material components. So I'm gonna say uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty obvious that you're casting this, unless you find a way to distract the wizards. Um, does the Lindir's shopping count? <laughs> I mean, if if you want to say that you did this while she was shopping. That would have been my preference for sure. Okay. I kind of forgot I had alarm because I got excited about the duck. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that checks out. All of us are obsessed about that this would duck. Have been, the goal would have been to be doing this while we were actually in the shop. I It was my original intent and purpose. Uh <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe Illendir well. and, and Rizzi are debating, like, you know, is a pocket bidet really worth it? And, like, grilling George <laughs> with questions. About okay, so, so Al's gonna make a perception check with disadvantage. What's his elf eyes see? Oh, natural <laughs> 20 on the first one. He has this advantage, which rolled a 3. So, uh, he doesn't seem to notice that you're doing this. So I'll say you're able to do it without any, any sort of issue, as he's distracted by, you know, he's actually probably gonna stay in business. 
this is a big deal. Yeah, he's stoked. We all just handed over so much gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Literally fry meme. Just take my money. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Perfect. And um, yeah, that's awesome. So all set up. Okay. Um, well, I'll see you all tomorrow. And he waves as you all exit the shop. Okay. Okay, and back out into the town square. Uh, so, where would you like to go first? The Raven's Tower or somewhere else? I think we're headed towards the Raven's Tower. I like to just, yeah, talk to you guys. Um, so, hey, I have a letter. And I'd really like to swing over to see um, Josiah. Maybe he's working today over at the Raven's Tower, so I think maybe we should head that direction. Sure. Okay, so you make your way over to the Raven's Tower, and it's this like large, towering structure, easily the tallest thing in the whole town. And um, you can see there's all sorts of crows and ravens perched around this circular balcony. And you go in, and it's, it's like this more dimly lit chamber with a large spiraling stairway up the up to the top. And you see a uh, a half elf man sitting there at a desk, and his hair is kind of greasy, and he has ink stains and smudges all over him. Rizzy, you know that this is your contact here, um, Corin Corin Ravenswood. That is a hard name to say. And he has a raven perched on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe, uh, Rizzy with still her hood on goes up and like, is there like a bell or something to ring? I'll say sure. Yeah, there's a bell. Ding! Um, <clears throat> he uh, looks you know, up from the desk and he says, oh, hello there. Uh, haven't seen you in quite some time. Uh, do you have anything that you wish to see or do here? Uh, Rizzy very dramatically pulls back the hood and says, Corin, it's, uh, oh, you already recognize me. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, was yes. Head. Um, uh, hey, uh, yeah, I just, I, I have this letter here and, 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 uh, a new friend, uh, of mine, uh, Dove, uh, oh. Dove, do you know, uh, Ilander, do you know, do you know Corin? Kind I of, don't think of. that we've met, but um, pleased to make your acquaintance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nice you know, he, he he runs this whole tower and everything. It's very very cool. Um, I just I just have this letter here. Um, I don't know how much postage is. Uh, um, uh, he, he he gestures for you to hand it over, or actually no, he sends his familiar to pick it up from you. Hmm? You know the drill at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, Rizzy uh, says, oh, wait, hold on a second. And she quickly adds the part about uh, needing uh, uh, Carpenter's Guild and, and mentions maybe a little bit um, if she could get her stipend uh, early, uh, like in advance. Money, please. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So the, the raven picks up the letter, like starts waiting patiently, like floating a little bit in front of you and takes the letter from you and flies back to him and you see him put it on like a little scale and he starts weighing the letter uh, very well it should cost only about five silver okay um 
Delandera uh, <laughs> Dove, would you, would you mind if I borrowed five silver? I just... Hmm. Sorry. I mean, for such a beloved aunt, sure. Oh, thank you. I just... <laughs> you, you, see, um, you see Corwin kind of tilts his head a little bit like, I didn't know you had family here. Oh, oh I mean... Uh, you know, just, just, uh, they're, they're gonna be coming sooner or later. I'll make, I'll make sure to introduce them to you. Oh, they, that maybe. would be, that would be lovely. Mm -hmm. Oh, and did you want me to do the thing to, I know we talked about that, but I could, I could, if you wanted the sign on the, on the door to, like, animate when people came up and have, like, a little bird and a little poster, like, postal worker outfit, mm. um, you know. I, I don't I, think the post postal worker will be necessary, but, uh, we'll see about the sign. I'll work something out, I believe. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can, if you give me a minute, I can i can revise uh, things a little bit based on what we previously talked about. And okay. She gets to work doing a little tinkering on a, like a nearby business card. Okay. Um, what are the rest of you doing? So nice to meet you, sir. Uh, are there any other employees here? And I'm trying to look around to see as much as I can about any additional rooms or spaces. It seems like there are likely many, many rooms on upper levels of this tower. And he says, well, I do have one of my, um, one of the animal clerks here, um, Josiah. He comes in mostly to just help care for the various birds. Um, make sure that their feathers are all nice and clean. Um, he should be, um, he should be up by the nests, um, towards the top of you, if you wish to find it. May, may I ask what this is concerning? Uh, well, I love ravens. Deception check. Or persuasion. <laughs> but I, I don't know how you feel about ravens. You're, you're the crab lady. <laughs> I love so many animals. Oh. You just love ravens. And you hear the familiar repeat, just love ravens, just love ravens. <laughs> As all the crabs are like scurrying down yeah. lower, they're like <laughs> hiding from the ravens. <laughs> well, I mean, I, you can go up there. Just please do not do anything that would startle the birds, is all I ask. Got it. I'll put the crabos in the pockets. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> I do. I tuck my swarm in as much as I can. <laughs> Make an animal handling check with advantage yeah, to see I'm how how babies. how well you could suppress the crabs. <laughs> Don't fail me now, babies. You have advantage. Yeah, animal, I was gonna say my animal handling is pretty uh, yeah. pretty solid too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow, you are rolling very shit. Yeah. This is really okay. good. <laughs> uh, you get about half of them in your pocket. <laughs> Okay. It, it becomes one of those scenes where as you're putting them in, running out, yeah. it's just an e equilibrium of crabs in pockets. Fine. So I start trudging up the stairs while juggling crabs. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, gonna follow. But... Okay. While Lizzie is <laughs> busy tinkering that. with the sign, uh, the rest of you go up, and you see a, um, you see another half-elf. He has kind of like dark woodsy brown hair and um olive skin and he's busy kind of um grooming some of the birds like wiping them down a little bit with a cloth and polishing their beaks mm -hmm. a little bit and he gives them like little bits of crackers he turns around to hearing your footsteps go up the stairs 
And I think that's a good place for us to leave off for today. Okay. Ugly so. crabs up a staircase. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe Rizzy also works on something for the bell. So it says, uh, you know, uh, welcome to the Raven's Tower. We'll be with you right here in okay. a second. And make make a Tinker's <laughs> Tools check before we head off. Okay. Just for good um, measure. Let's see here. Oof. You kind of you kind of go in and you start doing your thing and it's looking really good. Then you scratch it, make a big old gash in it. Hmm. And Corwin says, sorry, but uh, will you be able to repair that? Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. Just give just give me an hour. I'm 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 sorry. I I mean, there's no rush, but it now looks um, quite unsightly, is all. I, I I know. I just wanted to. <laughs> you can tell I'm that sorry. he's kind of starting to question this whole this whole alliance that he was thinking of making. Like, is this really the person I want to uh, open a guild with? Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, that. We leave off with Rizzy awkwardly trying to fix the sign at the Raven's Tower, and the rest of you talking to Josiah, the half-elf animal keeper. And yeah, so um, I believe that we will be on in two weeks, where we'll continue with this story and seeing what the heck is happening around Brinecliff. So, um, I'm Jackie, I run this game, and... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, the young crone underscores between the two, or this whole game at D and D and Dream Quests on Twitter as well, or on Twitch, or on YouTube. We're everywhere. You cannot escape us. <laughs> on on YouTube. Yes, and we also have this in podcast form on all platforms, thanks to the lovely website slash app Anchor. Not sponsored, just useful. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and would the rest Thanks of you so like? Okay, yeah. See you guys in a couple weeks. And... Yeah. Yep. And I will see you all around in two mm -hmm. weeks, give or take. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me do the outro. The leery seaside town of Briancliff was always quiet, until one day, mysterious portals to the astral plane start to open up around town, letting nightmare monsters in. Now, an intrepid group of adventurers needs to traverse the astral plane in their dreams, and close the portals before anything too dangerous gets through. This is Dungeon.